0: Abs and a six-pack.
1: It's November 10th, 2021. <laughs> this is episode 117 of Abs in a Six Pack. And joining me is today's special guest. We have Nathan Lee, the occult fan. And joining me is my fill in co host and special, also first time on the show, Quirk S, the wonderful Quirk S. What's going on, everybody?
2: Hello, did you, hello.
3: Did hello. you say Cohen Phil Host? Is that like Cointel Pro? Or is this a Mockingbird project we're on right now? I
1: don't know. I have I'm to call my hair's I ha- ha- should be able to know what I said, but I guess
3: my I don't. my handler my handler didn't clear this. So I'm going to have to have to go talk to them.
4: That's for us to know and you to find out.
3: That's right. <laughs> You're in the occult game now. Ha ha Happy uh, happy day before eleven eleven. Everyone, that's a big deal. Oh think, yeah. Somewhere. Yes. Thank you for the reminder. Yes. It's the it's How so the marines were. The Marines were founded today, and tomorrow is Veterans Day, so there's also something going around with the, the Mars energy. But it is Scorpio, which is ruled by Mars, so there could be something there. We could start off on the occult note that way.
1: Can you can Somehow you just? <laughs> um, I do want to come back to the intro I had because I have a story behind that. But first, oh, can you tell us sorry. what eleven eleven is? Where does that what does that mean? What does it signify? What's the origin of eleven eleven? Sure. Uh, do you want Kirkus? Do you want to start us off with what it means to you, and I'll
3: follow up.
4: No, you go 1st <laughs>
3: okay. sorry. Just, no, it's good. I apologize. Uh, just keep going. Um, well, a lot of people, I mean, first of all, like the obvious one, and I, I'm not going to like blow any minds with this, but like a lot of people, we all see it, right? Like that's that's a number on the clock that might have been like one of the first numbers that popped out to you because of how many times, like it's just a bunch of ones. It's also the right. only number on a digital clock that you can get for numerals, unless your thing's on the fritz and, or it's, you know, low noon, midnight, but like that's the opposite of zero, 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 and you have one, 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 one. And, yes. um, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, the cool thing I have just that I noticed about this was that, uh, Led Zeppelin called the, the song on Led Zeppelin four, uh, four sticks. And I always thought that they were yes. referring to like 11, right? So I don't know if that's there. Um, these could also represent the four elements because the aces in the tarot card represent, um, each of the pure elements. That's why when you're counting around, uh, when you look at like, OK, so you have your cardinal signs, you have your fixed signs and you have your mutable. That's another way of saying like attack, sustain, decay. It's beginning energy, fixed energy, immutable energy. Since there's four elements, you have three times four and that's where you get your 12 zodiac. It's three different three. iterations. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, you when you're doing the tarot, um, we're just throwing it all on right now. Um people can pause, come back, and listen. But you're getting a full, like, this is a quick class right now. You look at the different um 2, 3, and 4 of the tarot cards, of all of the elements, right? You just match them to the appropriate ones. So Cancer is water, Scorpio is water, Pisces water. You'll learn the rest. And then you match them all up. So Cancer is the cardinal, and that's the 2, 3, and 4, because we've taken the aces out. And then we have 5 uh 6 and 7 and that's your fixed sign for scorpio and these are chunk these are taking the 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 zodiac itself and cutting it into th- um three different sections itself right so you have 5 6 and 7 for scorpio the first 10 degrees of scorpio will be the 5 card we're in the second of uh the three chunks, so right now we're in the six of cups for Scorpio, because cups is water, and then you follow the same with the eight, nine, and ten, and that's how you apply all of the tarot cards, but to bring it back around to 1111, 11, which are the four aces, so to speak, which are the four pure elements, that's why you don't count them, that's why I gave that whole example. Um 1111, 11, I mean, like, I'm just looking this up because I didn't have it to hand, but, you know, we have the show 1400 coming up of No Agenda the Best podcast in the universe, and, yes. um, it's the, bell? oh, uh, huh, I wouldn't write oh, yeah. Do we have a, do we have a there oh, we go. nice? I'm going to, if you don't mind, I'll, there we go. Uh, little spirit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I like that. Came, mm. came ha- semi prepared. Um, uh, I'm wearing half pants. Making up balls. So, <laughs> ooh, listen to the, ooh. Um, yeah, so, and also we waited for the show till, um, 10 degrees of, uh, the moon being in Aquarius, which is the six of swords. So we're both. And just to in jump in before it ends,
1: right now it is yeah, 333 PM.
3: Bitchin'. Awesome. Yes, it is. Good one. Mate. Ding. Um this is yeah, we'll give a Um that's when uh Sweet. at our Boston Yeah, I happen to have uh hosted the Boston Red Thirty Three Red Thirty Three meetups for uh, quite some time now, and uh that's when we happen to uh do a little bit of a ritual, and that's uh you'll hear our meetup report coming on a show or two from now on no agenda. And that's, uh, that's when we do the, uh, the meetup report at 333. But, uh, long story short, 1111 can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. It's going to have your own, you know, it's up to you to find your own significance to it. Uh, but like this one says 1111 for the angel number according to just one random website about spiritual.com, right? Uh, there's, there's different iterations for everyone, but, um, probably, but angel number 1111. Uh, whatever I that mount, I just said is an indicator of a new beginning. It's a harbinger of a new opportunity in front of you. Your prayers have been heard, and it's the perfect moment to turn the page and start a new chapter in your life. The universe sends you a message that angels are on your side. Now, I mean, hmm. that's uh, that's what it says. So I'll let you guys go from there because I just said all the And
4: where bunch. does it say that exactly?
3: On the internet. Um.
4: Okay. No, I mean, yeah.
3: Sorry. No. What's What's the <laughs> No? I'll give you. I'll give you a real answer. Like I said, it's about spiritual.com, Angel number one 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 one. Okay. That's, thank you. And the Bible tells us that. Thank you for Hail the Bible.
1: You. All right. I, uh, before we get too far away from the intro, I wanted to uh kind of talk about where I pulled that clip from. It's like kids and the occult with all the creepy yes. music. I watched an entire two hour seminar oh, from this no. pastor. It looked like it was from the 80s about kids in the occult. And I, I thought this would be a good way to incorporate or, or just to give you a background of what I grew up learning, what the occult is. This is how that documentary starts. Yes.
4: And I walked into their bedroom wearing just black underwear after doing a ritual
3: that night. And I shot them both in the head as they slept. And I remember feeling like someone had just picked this big rock up off my shoulders, like all the burdens of the world had been gone from me, like relief, you know. And I laughed. I giggled hysterically. I had sold my soul to death. And so I felt, and I was told, once you do that, that's it. I don't care if you want out or not. You can't get out.
1: The young man you just saw and heard... John Sellers, a friend of mine. His grandfather's a friend of mine. Uh, he's on death row in McAllister,
0: Oklahoma. I'll tell you a little bit more about him in just a few moments. He stood at the foot of his mother and stepfather's bed after he had performed a
1: satanic ritual and murdered them. He laughed, he giggled. Now I I when I was a kid, when I would hear about the occult, it would be my, there was a guy that, like, actually became semi-close to my parents who would speak at our church from time to time, who claimed that he had spent most of his early life in witchcraft and was able to turn into a werewolf on certain huh. nights the, where the moon was right. Mm-hmm.
4: And what did you have to say about that, Pretel?
1: <laughs> it was just like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I think... I don't know. I was like, I was so young during all this that it's kind of like, yes, it was. I don't know. It was all so weird. But I think it, it, it's definitely a big factor in Mm -hmm. why, uh, like occult mysticism and stuff has freaked me out so much. And then the other factor is like experiences on, uh, psychedelics. Is like I don't know. I think demons are definitely real. So like, yeah, is it like Alex Harry Jones Potter Demon. there, where it's like there's a good a d- good a light and a dark side of this kind of spell casting and and uh, chart reading stuff? Well, I think you need the Alex Jones like demons quote, but uh, be, besides but the, the
3: the machine elves, uh. I'm D C E
5: the P L three E T E E S A four five W O five W nine T Z. What is all this stuff?
3: Pretty sure you just cast a spell right there. That was some black magic, right? Right there. I I, I, I feel. I feel like I need to go clean myself now. Um, I feel unclean. Uh, What what about the Harry Potter Aj spirit?
1: Well, I was saying, is it like Harry Potter? Is because I wasn't allowed to watch Harry Potter growing up, right? Because it's witchcraft and spells and stuff. But is is Harry Potter accurate? Not in any. The only reason I say is accurate is: is there a good and evil side to like magic with a K? Or occult cult, well, like, practice? You're oh, yes. asking
3: a lot. But, yeah, I mean, like, I, I would say before before I answer that, like, what do you think? Honestly, not to, like, but what do you think?
1: Uh, I don't know. I think probably, yeah. I think there's but, – but at the same time, you know, Lucifer masquerades as a being of light, right? So even the good side could be posing mm-hmm. as, like, the good side. I don't there's
3: know. So, yeah, I mean, there's two – there's, wow. Well, I mean, first of all, like if you look at it I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw throw you right into the deep deep end. Uh if you look into like Theosophy and um what is the other one? Um Anthroposophy, which is related to the teachings of Rudolf Steiner, um, you're gonna find out that like Aramon is one side of an extreme, um I guess you would say almost malevolent. Like Saruman this is, is that where Saruman comes from? Saruman is actually um gosh too much at once um sorry okay Ar- aramon i've never heard of aramon in- exactly nailed it yes aramon is like an extreme cold mechanical diabolical um kind of like what lizard people steiner, steiner said would be manifesting into this world like someone who would arrange for like and this is steiner saying this a hundred years ago for there to be a vaccine developed that would prevent people from the awareness of
1: their spirit uh paraphrasing As well i've heard of this okay yeah I've heard this oh, guy's wait. writing and I just forgot his name. And um uh,
3: what, what were you going to say?
4: I didn't mean to interrupt,
3: but no, I was no, just please thinking go ahead.
4: as 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 you were describing this, what came to mind is essentially that that is considering especially about the agenda with vaccines yeah. ushering in transhumanism, I was thinking yes. well this is our borg. Everything the way that you described it reminds me very much of the Borg and that feeds into well that ties into everything regarding transhumanism, especially with what they aim to uh how they aim to manipulate our physiology and get those
0: fucking babies vaccinated. I am at risk.
3: Wow. That was that was psychotic. Um like people are. Oh my God, they really, ha- that's the only way you can do this. So, I don't um, know, like, I wish I could, I think that, like, I would love to address all of the questions, and that would probably take a much longer time than we were, you know, we're just, you know, right now. Bring but, it on. Um, I mean, like, I do live in the town, which is, as Bill Burr refers to this area, the nightest outer suburbs of Boston. And so I'm <laughs> in, uh, we hold, um, we hold, uh, meetups, uh, usually here, since there's no mask requirements here, cause we're not. Nice. Uh, you know, rooted <laughs> out, refreshing. so to speak. Right on. Oh, we have great meetups. And I mean, it's, it's thanks to Adam and John C. That's J H A N S I, John C. And, um, we're in the hometown of a actual new genre of music, new as of 2002 called wizard rock. And it's where this is the hometown of Harry and the potters. So um, I live a really highly, um, it feels like destined life. Like there's no bones about it. Like even being called a cult fan, I've kind of like, I mean, I became that on 666 just to freak people out, even though the number 666 oh, is actually no. the number of the sun, and only the ignorant think that it's something that it's not. And I mean ignorant in the sense that, right, you don't know, not that you're right, bad. exactly. You just, what you don't Uninformed. know, now you know. Right.
1: But what happens? So what about the number of the beast? The number
3: of well, the I mean, beast? I mean, if the sun is the beast, then, you know, but usually the sun is Christ, so. So
1: the um, Bible was I mean, talking about the number of the sun? Oh, you're uh, Jewish, yeah. right? <laughs> <Only> <laughs> well, that quarter, would explain Alex.
4: everything about the pits of hell and essentially the epitome of fire.
3: Nice one. Yeah. I mean, this is just one way to look at it. I don't have all the answers. This is just, you know, when you do the, um, the magic square of the sun, you get 666, mm-hmm. and that is the number, and that's Tifereth, uh, in the tree of life. It's the sixth. That's why all of my podcasts, uh, all four of them, because, when I'm on fire, no pun intended, doing uh, one per week, it's the six of swords, the six of cups, the six of wands, and the six of disks. So those are my four different shows. And six is the number of perfect balance. It's as above, so below. You know, like uh, the star of Solomon is six different points. It's uh, it's supposed to be a number of love, uh, ostensibly, and not like oh, you know, crazy, whacked out love, but like reasonable mature yes. giving what christ would tell you his opinion would be you know to love thy neighbor love thyself yes and yeah i mean that's that's why i do the six of swords but harry and the potter and light and dark magic i mean obviously that's all just like pop culture and epitomized and maybe weaponized but i think that um harry and the potters uh being from this town and uh you know all the harry potter stuff like tying into my own life. I'd say that, like, it's a very important story to me, but it's just, you know, it's a story. It's no more uh than C.S. Lewis or uh J.R.R. Tolkien or something like that. I mean, it's uh, it's representing different forces that take place in the world, and it's up to you where you want to be on that because you're going to have to deal with the consequences, but in no sense is ignorance or hiding ever going to help you. You're still going to be amongst the fray. You're just going to have less of a skill set for the people who actually have it.
1: So, Okay, so where does Crowley fall in on this? I guess this, I'll, this will be my last question. I bombard you with is Crowley? Is he like as creepy as I think he is, or am I? Is he misunderstood? Yes,
4: <laughs> to all of the
3: above. Yes, you, to all of the um, above. Crowley or Crowley, depending, because he says those who treat me holy call me Crowley; those who treat me foully call me Crowley. Uh, Crowley and <laughs> Parson, Crowley and Parsons, and I are all three Libras, uh, each born on a day with a two. Crowley and I the, uh, switched the um, rising sign of the moon, but we both have the, almost the same exact signatures for our astrological big three, which is your rising sign, your sun, and your moon. He was a Leo rising with a Pisces moon. I'm a Pisces rising with a Leo moon. So, um, oh. yeah, you know, everyone thinks they're a fucking, oh, pardon me. I'm sorry. Can,
1: yeah, you know, how no, are we doing? Can we, okay. we can do whatever on here? Trust me. This, there's yes. okay. This, the, every, That's, every profanity has been uttered on this podcast before. Let it well, fly.
3: I'll tra- <laughs> well, shit, I didn't mean to. But okay,
1: I'll
3: tell. T- I'll tell you what is. that... I even say um, cunt think- sometimes on here just just to be a little extra <gasps> edge. Shock, shit, shock, horror, shit, piss, fuck, cunt, poop, turd, fart, and twat, and all that. Fart's to- the worst one. Don't say fart on here. Fart- I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> Ninety sixty nine Hail Marys. <laughs> um, so
1: what is it that's though? The no, you word. have to do one hundred and seventeen Hail Marys.
3: <laughs> uh, is Mary? This the is one seventeen. Um, Mary's the four-letter word. All right. So, oh, that's right. We're doing 117, which isn't 119, which would get into, like, the Twin Peaks things. But, um, okay, long story short, it depends on your take. I think Crowley was a revolutionary first time. He was, um, dealing with a lot of, like, that incarnation of the human was dealing with a lot of abuse and repression. And he tried to, um, really make a big showman of himself. Uh, he died pretty much alone and penniless, but... He also mm. revolutionized the way that we think. So it's, uh, I, I, think like, you know, and, and just like Jack Parsons, right? We don't know really what go, went on with him. Uh, another Libra. Parsons was one of the, the original
1: NASA guys, mm-hmm. right? With Von Braun. Right. And, JPL.
3: Uh, J- Jurassic Park Lab.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, it, what was it? It was Von Braun, Parsons, yep. and, and, uh, the Scientology guy, uh, L. Ron Hubbard. They were like, who three, had a lot to, s- three P's in yeah, a Yeah. He had a, l-
3: well, ish, like, uh, Parsons, uh, Parsons, I would respect more than the other two. One was a Nazi and the other one was Elron Hubbard. So, <clears throat> but yeah, the, um, the, uh, subject of Tools Eulogy, no less, the track two on Anima is about, uh, L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, he had a lot to say. He had a lot of nothing to say. We'll listen. And, um, basically, Parsons, uh, I, you could parse between them. That was the worst pun I'll tell all day, I swear. <laughs> no, um, it's good though. No, it's and it's also not the worst I'll tell. Um what it is is <laughs> that um Parsons is born the second of October, Crowley was the twelfth, and I'm the twenty second of September. So all three of those are two ended dates that are all li- libras. You're a cusper. Go ahead.
5: You're no, a cusper. see
3: that's the thing. There's no like it's not like this is good we can address this in in my the way I look at things is that when you get to midnight it's no longer eleven fifty nine ish, you're in a new hour. Mm-hmm. And yes. that's, that's how I see it. Um, people are free to see them how they're going to. Your results may vary. But, um, what, exactly. what I guess, what, I, what I guess I would say about Parsons and stuff and Crowley is these people, you know, they were dealing with a lot of, you know, I mean, like, what about Cardinal Law in Boston, right? The, the Catholic priest who is raping all the kids. Like, you know, if you're going to cast stones in a glass house, you know, how, see how many windows you can break before it shatters in upon you. I mean, that doesn't mean that you're as bad as someone who's out there diddling kids because those people suck. But I would say that anyone yes. who's doing things like, you know, sex magic could be misunderstood. But if he's doing shit that I wouldn't agree with, then I wouldn't agree with it. You would have to judge for your own self, right? Everyone has their own tolerance. And how much are you really looking into who you really are? How much are you really looking into your own shadow? How much are you really calling yourself out on your own hypocrisy, right? Before you seek to... um you know, blame another. Look for the plank in your own eye. You know what I mean. And that—that's just uh, one yes. way to look at it. I don't have a—I don't have the final word on Crowley. I don't think we'll ever have the final word. I would say that maybe he's more—I dare say—respectable than someone who just lives their whole life taking orders. So you know, you—you you mm. decide.
1: Yeah, and apparently he was involved in uh, some uh, World War Two behind-the-scenes manipulation and was working with like the. England royalty and stuff. Is that true? Working with Churchill.
3: Yeah, that's, I've heard that. Um, PT Misselberger, uh, the three dangerous magi. If, um, I, I know I'm putting, putting, um, responsibility on you, the onus. Uh, I guess it's better than putting the anus on you, but putting the onus on you to, I know I had, I couldn't stop. Um, when you, when you want to, if you down. do show notes, <laughs> Holio back, when you, um, when you look at uh, the show notes. Okay, quiet. Let's go, Brandon. That was, was that Joe Biden there? Um, so the, the idea is that it's called The Three Dangerous Magi, and it's a really good book on Crowley, um, Gurdjieff, and also, uh, someone most people, I hadn't even really known too much about him. Uh, I guess he's called Rumi, I believe it is. Um, is that the right one? Rumi? He was, uh, Rajneesh. He was an Indian guru. Oh yes. Osho or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Osho, thank the, you. Yeah, I said the wrong the, one. I knew it. I was people like,
1: uh, they played that clip on Hog Story a lot. The people are, people retarded. are retarded. Yes. We all know it.
3: <laughs> yes, that's the thank you. It's not Rumi. It's yeah. Thank you. Uh, so um it's just a book about that. He's, he goes more in depth on Crowley than anyone I've seen. That's why I mentioned it. P. T. Okay. Mistelberger.
1: You brought up something actually really interesting. Remind me to come back to this later in the show because I have clips on it. You said something along the lines of Crowley, it's better like th- it's better that he was being his own man, whether or not it was good or evil, as opposed to him just mindlessly following someone's orders. Um, I room-
3: don't have the, I don't, ha- yeah, I don't have the full gamut on like what we're supposed to do here. I'm, I'm in the same incarnation as you are, doing the best I can with what I got. Right, but it seems like there's something about being true to yourself. I mean, like the society, like look what's going on with the mandates now. Just like it's a mandate, right? I'm not telling yeah. anyone that they should go out and do things that are extreme. Like mandates I, are
1: I, are by definition gay because you're dating a man. That was awesome. Unless you're a woman, <laughs> then they're not right. <laughs> well, yeah. If you're a woman, you can have all the mandates you want. But what if
3: you're? Oh, uh, no. I'm not. I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not going down this path. Um, that was good. <laughs> I like that. It's not that, touching that,
4: p- that one with a ten foot pole. Well done, Chris.
3: Yeah. <laughs> mm. I need an adult. I need an adult. Um, okay. So <laughs> it is coming. <laughs> um. No, that's a that's a good point though. Like, um, we need to, you know, I, I was joking obviously about the adult thing, but mm-hmm. like we need to be our own authorities, right? So that comes with all of the responsibility and the weight of doing that, right?
4: To so give ourselves agency.
3: You, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, I don't know, Crowley. Um did he make mistakes it sounds sounds like uh you know the filter through the society that we that we're looking at it through definitely uh seems to think so but will time judge him as harshly as some of his worst detractors or uh was he you know a little bit of both probably but um i think that the lesson that if we're taking just one lesson you know uh question authority and think for yourself like they say right like they say <laughs> do what
1: they tell you question authority so yeah what do you mean by they oh, you're jewish right
2: they you didn't live. put the "they"
1: in brackets when you said it, I guess.
3: Oh no, that was a "they" in brackets. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I have Quote, a uh,
4: unquote air I quotes. Have a,
1: a, okay, I Christopher an adult. Lee. I
3: need adults. Christopher yeah, Lee,
1: Count Dooku, a, aka Saruman. Since we brought up Saruman earlier, word. Uh, there's a clip of him from the University College Dublin, and I thought it was interesting. There, somebody asked him about his extensive collection of occult books.
0: Up in the back there? Uh, It's well known that you have a huge interest in the occult and one of the largest collections
2: of books. uh,
5: I don't have a huge collection. Somebody wrote I had 20,000 books. (laughs) I'd had to live in a bath. (laughs) I have maybe four or five. <laughs> I have The Devil Rides Out, first edition, signed to me by Dennis Wheatley. There's a book just come out about him called The Devil is a Gentleman. And um, I this, I know this is like years before
1: COVID, but the whole audience sounds sick. It's a lot of coughing. Well, they used to smoke then Before it was illegal no, I smoke I don't you know, I, I cough But I don't
5: cough like that Just
4: Smoking indoors
5: then About him yeah. Call the devil is a gentleman <laughs> And um, I Have met people Who claimed To be Satanists Who claimed To be involved With black magic Who claimed that they not only knew a lot about it, but as I said, I've certainly haven't been involved, and I warn all of you, never, never, never. You will not only lose your mind, you lose your soul. Uh, I I don't have a big library in the account, no. Look, the internet and the media... If they can't think of something to do, they invent it. <laughs> if they can't think of something to say, I mean, they invented. I don't know who thought that one up. Looks good in print, I suppose, but it's not true.
1: Uh, I, I liked his comment on the media, but the, yeah, so it, yes. is, is it possible that that's what happened to Crowley, is he was too much involved in the black shit and lost his mind? Because it, there's a lot of, uh, like, Hitler the Hitler I think you can still buy the book where Hitler annotated one of Crowley's spell books and like was underlining certain things and adding his own notes
3: um I'll just say that the Devil Rides Out as a movie is rated G so <laughs> um just thought I'd throw that out there while That's we the are. one
1: that he has, right? That yeah, it, it, released, I guess it's it's had... a
3: movie. Yeah. Correct. And uh it's rated G. I ha- I happened to look it up while we were uh listening to that. I wonder what what's um, that yeah, about? You know, I have not actually seen it or read it, so I don't know.
1: Huh. Yeah. So Christopher Lee's like a... A Gemini. Horror Supernatural. Yeah, 1968.
3: Yeah. Um, my birthday is actually on the beginning of Bedknobs and Brimstick, speaking of occult movies, and then we'll move on to the, the I question.
1: I saw that so long ago when I was a little kid. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a I remember cool. it being it's good. Fun, I remember it being up there with like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang.
3: Now, see, I haven't seen that, but I know that's supposedly an MK Ultra film, right? Like, supposed to like scare the shit out of kids.
1: Well, there's Horrible this child catcher on. guy that is like yeah. this creepy looking dude with a big child catching yeah. net, and he gives everybody candy and puts them in a van and brings them down to his cave. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Saturday Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty, Chitty Bang Bang. So, uh, uh, dude, is that uh, Ace Ventura too? To, <laughs> no, it's okay. I didn't mean to bring you off uh, so bed knobs and Away. broomsticks. You were on bed knobs no, and good. broomsticks.
3: Sir. I uh, I'm on acid too, but we can do both. Um, hey, so, hey, atcha currently? Atcha, atcha. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> but um, I got. I, I've only taken it three times. I I do not like to mess around. Ultimately, yeah. like. Long story short, I consider myself someone who, if I'm going to be using any kind of like gnosis or consciousness, uh, you know, penetration, giggity, or any kind of methods to make my own willpower more efficacious in this world, I do want to help people. Um, I, I want to make sure that I am a force for good, for, you know, quote unquote light without the, you know, uh, crowded meaning of that. Um, yeah, just, like, not you know, like, I just want to make that clear. Uh,
1: Miller light or, you know, uh, <laughs> What? Light with what? L I G H T, not L I T E. No,
3: no, I just meant like people go, oh, well, that's Lucifer. People can be stupid, so I just meant it in a kind way. Like a white, you know, as white witch or whatever as you can imagine, whatever. Benevolent. Uh, um, yeah, no. Yeah, benevolent, man. Christ was a fuck. Um, okay, Christ was a magician. So that's, <laughs> so. that's, yeah, well. Anyways. Yeah. Um so my birthday is actually literally printed. Like uh, do you guys know what the Roman numeral M is off the top of your head?
4: 50 I think that's
3: 100. C is 100, 50 is L, so M is 1000.
1: Thank Whoa. you. Oh, millennia. Off by
3: millennia. Well, I guess it could yes. it could flip and be. That's probably centennial. Yeah, and I guess L would be like That's a good point, dude. Um Ah, Anyway, so if you take the M and you count it as a 1000, then you can rearrange it and it basically has my birthday on the side of the car when the military guy drives up to town and the old guy's painting the sign. He's like, well, which way to and Jai? And the old guy's like, well, I couldn't tell you, sir. You might be a Nazi. And he's like, I'm not a Nazi. I'm a British agent. He's like, that's what you would say if you was a Nazi. (laughs) And so on the side of the military car, um, because now we're talking Brits and Nazis and stuff, this is going to circle back around to like Jen Psaki, who's not Mark Zuckerberg in a wig, I swear. When you look at the side <laughs> mm-hmm. of the, <laughs> when you look at the side of the wig, I mean car, you're going to see that it's actually my birthday to the day. Like it's nine, two, two, 1984, which is really weird. So you were born in 84, man. I was born on Hobbit day. Uh, oh. Bilbo, and, Bilbo and Frodo are born on September twenty second. I'm literally born on the equinox in the year of our Lord Orwell.
4: Unreal. Whoa.
3: No, dude. That like, is... I'm. I swear to God, I'm some kind of weird, like, like if there's a good Illuminati, <laughs> like I'm a weird. You're an like, anomaly. Faded, something like You're that, a benevolent I might anomaly. I think. I hope so. I want yes. to be. I really do. That matters yes. a lot. I've been, I've been through like quite a bit in my in my short 37 years and i if i'm behaving myself and i'm in full control of my faculties and my intentions then i want to make you feel like you matter and that your life is worth living and that you can achieve what you're here to achieve and that's that's i mean that's in a real quick nutsack nutshell but like that's what i'm (laughs) here that's (laughs) that's what i really i think you can tell like that's where i'm coming from like i have my share of like i'm just coming Hales, yeah. See, I make jokes, but like, you know, I I have my share of of ups and downs too. But like, ultimately, that's yes. what I would like to do. Like, well, that it, all, those intentions
4: yeah. carry. Yes, sorry.
3: I think so. <clears throat> I do. I do. I you know, <laughs> the
1: Alex Jones stuff throws me off so much. Oh my, God. Um, my intentions are good. Please let oh, me so- be misunderstood. Oh. He likes throwing people was, uh, off and all over. When you brought the Bilbo thing up, I just—I've had this stuck in my head ever since our Planets <laughs> episode. Remember this?
5: In the middle of the earth, in the land
6: of Shire, lives a brave little Hobbit whom we all admire with his
1: <laughs> Bilbo bag. Leonard Nimoy. Bilbo bag.
6: Nice.
3: Good stuff. Good
1: stuff.
6: Wow! was that Leonard Nimoy?
3: Oh my God! Yeah um he was in fringe have you guys seen that i love yes fringe. it's one of my favorite series
1: i could talk about fringe yes. for the rest
3: of the show oh my god yes. i feel like i should i should like return it, the favor and have you guys on one on my show that's a round table so we can just like continue this so we have breathing room to like we have time down the line
4: one of the best shows ever made that's my ringtone yeah, really actually is. the theme no the fringe is my ringtone what's just, your okay.
3: uh,
1: what's your podcast called again
3: so I have, uh, I just want to make it clear. I, I split into four different ones, uh, so that I have a one-on-one show. It's called the Six of Swords. It's about art, spirituality, and healing. And I just had a astrologer named Kat Rose Nelligan on there, and she mm. did a, she, we had a great time. She, uh, actually said some really nice stuff to me afterwards. Like, she was like, it was, it was, she, it, it went really well. Then I have a round table where we just talk about whatever we want, like we're doing now, kinda. It's called yeah. Six of Cups. Mm-hmm. And then I have a – um for my value – because it's a value-for-value value show. It has to be. And we do this thing where we have a RPG that I lead characters. So four different people get to play. And the money that you donate to the show, you can use it to buy potions and stuff like that. But I lead people through an RPG. Oh, the Six cool. Of so it's almost
1: like a uh, – yeah. Um, yeah. What's it called? Dungeons and Dragons kind Dungeons kinda? and Dragons, yeah.
3: Ish. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I based Camino. it off of – well, it's, um, a cult fan comes from the game Final Fantasy VIII. So it's, it's kind of like part of my, uh, yeah. Actually, there's a huge, um, weird thing in my life with my grandfather being Harry Foster. And, um, he, you know, that's like really close to Harry Potter, like two literally like little shapes off. But like yeah. he became, he became a Freemason at 33. Um, my dad became, <laughs> my dad became one at 69 and I became one at 33. So, 33. Um,
2: 33. Oh, I didn't know yeah. we had a
3: Mason on the show. Uh, I'm actually taking I'm I'm kind of like walking away from the whole thing right no 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 I I don't mind it's either way like people can have their opinions I think some of my favorite people are Masons like Randall
1: Carlson is high up there and he's he's cool amazing well
3: I mean you'd be surprised like some guys who are like 33s would be like get the jab and I'd be like wow do you really even you know so it's it's really based on the individual it's a wonderful system if it's worked if it's not then it's just a tragedy because it could be so wonderful but I'm walking away from it for now um because of stuff it's been an interesting year so they don't kill you if you try um, to leave oh i'm dead already dude like (laughs) you're talking to a little tape player i just we we have good psychics so we just know what you're going to say ahead of time recorded
1: this whole thing damn the the whole thing even got me again shit yeah
3: (laughs) yeah we're we're on to you abs in a six pack we've been (laughs) but um i'm also a rosicrucian and i really like that a lot so um that's a thing
1: Anyways. Um, so, what, no, but what's the website for your? Does all, if you have three, four different shows, what's the website where people can find all of them? Cause I'll definitely put that in the show notes and check it out. Use yes, um,
3: podcast addict and uh, download Six of Swords. It's all on, um, like that's it's the, all on um, the same um,
1: RSS. RSS.
3: Yes. Okay. Yes. I made it that I didn't want to mess around with, you know. So, um, and I've only been doing Six of Swords recently cause, like I said, it's been a really interesting year. But yeah, no. Um, I love. I, there's love just, the like, idea. I love
1: the concept. Yeah, I got it. Okay, I got to pull it up here. It's on Google Podcasts. I'll put the and, uh, the and the six of the
3: six of discs is just a solo show. I I wanted to give myself like room to just kind of do that too. So that's the difference about that one. Very cool. But th- thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just like I better finish that thought before I walk away from it. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. No. My. Um, oh, I, I do. I do need to address
1: something though because I totally yes. forgot, and I was pretty sloshed on that gun show part two we did last week. So I'm not sure if I actually. Covered it, but um, our executive producer, mm-hmm. just in case I didn't credit him last show, I'll credit him this show too. Is uh, the Lone Wolf fifty four on No Agenda Social? Cool. Uh, it's Excellent. a twenty dollar donation. So thank you so much, executive Sweet, producer.
3: Awesome. Thanks. Thank you Very so good. much for donating. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some love that way. Yeah, I'll follow him on. Yeah, dude. But my fucking Twitter would dude. My what tw- dude. You're blocked out. No, Mm. First of all, first first of all, I'll finish the thing with the, um, so basically, here's, if you're doing the gematria, and I, I want to make sure I get this across, like, if there's three things besides that cool tarot lesson I started off with earlier, we went, uh, we would say that, uh, you know, look at numbers, look at, like, if you're trying to, like, see things hidden in plain sight, you can vastly expand your scope of understanding by using numerology and that's like reducing that's learning like that We are Christine right. Lagarde mm-hmm. thing with the number seven what the f- never seen anything that strange um, but you know you can read so look for um, learn how to look for um Meanings hidden in words like anagrams. I would encourage people to learn how just to, you know, start to anagram things. Uh Learn how to reduce numbers and to add them and to see how Colel, that's C-O-L-E-L. It's a gematria rule that you can have a same meaning basically if it's one number away. Like if you change the K to an L mm-hmm. in Akhenaten, you can rearrange Akhenaten to Nathan Lee. Anyways, yeah, no, my life is really weird. Um, and so then there's another thing with, um, look into the zodiac when you're looking at things, when you see a date, um, remember, you can reduce that date, uh, use the numbers, but also look to the, uh, so yeah, that's for anyone listening, like learn, learn your stars. Cause like, um, apparently January 6th, I just sent this to Adam. Uh, it's a, date in witchcraft that there's a certain it's like a santa claus for witchcraft january 6 and now that you know that 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 gives a whole other layer but i Mm wanted to say just um 666 being a certain number in final fantasy when you learn uh from your occult fan magazines in final fantasy 8 when you get 666 items and you use them to activate solomon's ring like, what's weird is that Solomon is obviously a Freemasonic, um, you know, uh, symbol and Solomon's ring, like a band, like, uh, a Saturn, like a wedding ring, a wedding band. When you have a band of Solomon, you have a Solomon's ring. And when you look at my grandfather being Harry Foster, Harry Leroy Foster being 33, that's a six. That's why I was saying learn to collapse your numbers. And then you have my father being 69. Um, like John Lennon had the, uh, really weird, um, number nine, number nine, he's talking about the horizon nine, because no matter how close you get to the horizon nine, you'll never, you'll never get there. That's why he keeps repeating it. But you cast out the nines and you get, well, when they, when they you get another that, six. Isn't the number yeah. nine sounded right, like, uh,
1: right. what did it? Is, when you reverse that, it sounds like something, right? Yes, yeah. we
3: can. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Um, <laughs> it was, was uh, like Obama. I thought it wasn't. Thanks, the, was it the Paul is dead one or something else? Uh, that's something
3: else. I just, let let me get this thought out so I can, like, finally, no, it's okay. I'm talking so much. You're, you're, you guys are being really, really uh, charitable. Um, basically, when you get to me, when I, when I was 33, that's another six. So I was the third six in Solomon's ring, so to speak, in my family. And my name is named after a thing that talks about the third six activating. So I feel like, (laughs) There was some kind of like interlife hint that I gave myself, or I don't know yeah. how it works, but like, that do you? Sounds, so, yeah. Go ahead. There's go ahead. a
4: lot of co- there's a lot of coalescence
3: there, and it really that is so weird.
4: Cannot be dismissed. It should be explored.
3: Right. Well, yeah. I honestly, I, I have no idea where this is all going, but we never thought two years ago that we'd be in this position. Apparently, only Tool, who called it Fear Inoculum, like, saw this coming. Yes. So, like, yes. Yeah, that's, that's, oh, dude. He did. I met Alex. Uh, I, I met think Alex. Of a, Gray. I
1: can think of another guy oh. that maybe saw where, where we're at now coming. Bill Gates. Uh, Bill Hicks, actually.
3: Oh, oh oh! you mean Alex Alex Jones? Yeah.
5: Where the, what the, what frickin' dimension is this little creature from? Yeah. That's cute.
3: Um, well, yeah, I mean, like, he, he could be very easily Bill Hicks. We don't, <laughs> we don't know with that whole thing. But, um, yeah, like, when you look at, um, when you look at, uh, like, I met Alex Gray, who does the artwork for Tool, when, uh, one of those times I was on LSD, and he definitely nicknamed me Imagine Nathan Lee. Because I told him about, I shit you not, um, my, I was outside early at a members barbecue for Cosm and this, um, my friend Mark walks up to me. I didn't know him at the time. He's like, Hey, would you like to take some LSD and meet Alex Gray? <laughs> like, what's going, what's going, did that sentence really just happen? So, um, basically I, when I got to meet him, like I got, I got to like have a quick little private, like, Hey, what's up? Hi, I admire you. Blah, blah, blah. Um I told them about how like how I kind of like became like publicish in this in this whole podcasting thing was back on a on a show called O Culture uh back in
1: 2017.
3: <laughs> That's a good um, name. Um and, and and um um it's 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 a thing. But um yeah, what happened was um I was on there talking about how I have this like latent belief that one of the main things that I'm here to do is to write a quote unquote holy text, which is based on what you find when you rearrange the album lateralis into the holy gift, which starts this whole sequence of events, which causes the like in a tarot reading, like if it goes from like beginning into the ending and it's like a bad ending, that's like not a story you want to go on. But if it's like a kind of like it has like ups and downs and maybe like a hard thing that you overcome and then the ending is good, that's kind of a story we can get behind. When you look at the way that lateralis ends, it ends with that horrible track that has like the massive freak out with the Art Bell episode. Um that's yes. you know the and so one of the pinnacle the moments. Mm-hmm. Please continue. <laughs> oh no, no, I
4: just said it was one of the pinnacle moments in Colin history on yeah. Art Bell.
3: But continue oh my the god. Powers. No, well, the Brian yes. J. Glass was, Brian J. Glass was the name of the guy who did that allegedly, and he was like some kind of comic. So, mm-hmm. um. Is this the, the one where the it's lo- like,
1: they're interdimensional beings?
3: Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, that's, the okay, one. Yeah, that's yeah. The right.
1: And he was very out. distraught. Yeah, and I mean, Brian, and, it, and then, and then Art he, Bell says that they blew out the power and he yeah. got knocked off the air.
3: That's Mm -hmm. right. The, the, uh, station was knocked offline and they actually, like, the entire satellite, if those are really real, got taken out. Flat Earth hashtag. But, um, (laughs) so, cough, (laughs) cough. The (coughs) dude, dude, dude. We'll get into that if you want to. But, um, so long story short, uh, when you rearrange the album, uh, you have that freak out track, which is, you know, it's actually also, uh, named in Enochian, which is the language of the angels pioneered by John D. Um And when you look at how the album ends on the Holy Gift version, it's on a track called Disposition, which also sounds like you're dispossessed. So you're not exactly. possessed by any. Yeah. And it's just and it's, it's off my favorite kilter. track.
4: The, the positioning, essentially
3: off kilter dis. So, yeah. I like that. That makes me think of Eris. <laughs>
1: hail, I've hail always Eris. associated John D. and John D. Rockefeller in my brain, even though they're not anything to do with each other.
3: I li- uh, I like that a lot. That's cool. I I've never really I don't think I've considered that. The could, you know, who knows, oh, Hashtag #illuminati, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's that's uh that's how the album ends and when I told Alex that, he goes, "Wow, you're imagination Lee." I'm like, "Holy shit, what's what's happening?" No, I mean that's how he talks and I'm not trying to,
1: you know, I'm yeah, trying I, to emulate. The, edu- uh, there was a <sighs> There was a big controversy recently with him, a scandal, I would say almost, with him and his wife and how they're running, um, that temple. Is there anything Cosmic, to that or was yeah. that just a bunch of hype around nothing? Uh, um, I'm not, I'm
3: not familiar with like what could have actually been going on. I've seen different scandals and they have all seemed to kind of like just pass away. Right. So maybe he's, Maybe he's like, uh, Crowley or like you or like me or like any of us. Like, you know, there's some really shitty things that can get amplified from time to time, but yeah. it's your overall, it's your overall good or, or what? I don't know. I don't have a good answer to that. I, I'm definitely not, uh, I'm not firsthand. I don't have firsthand knowledge, right? Yeah. So, uh, it's, I,
1: I, I like what they're doing. Um, but they're definitely a nice way to put it would be unique people. They have a, an interesting uh, aura about them, and a way of speaking, um, but they're they're pro- they're brilliant. That's for sure.
3: People are afraid of things they don't understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's one of the reasons that like tools thinking is so important, and why gnosis is so important. Uh, just a shout out to my mentor and friend Miguel Connor, who does Aeon Byte Gnostic Radio. I would say, uh, and to dark journalists too yeah like
1: i love I love um, the Gnosticism ideas, even though it's it's uh, considered her- heretical and blasphemous in 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 uh Christian culture, but like yeah, some you're of the because pay- Gnostic- they're not
3: paying the church
1: yeah well That's and right. and the uh we don't real- uh, most of what we know about the Gnostic writings we only know. F- from hit pieces that were written by, like, the Roman Catholic Church because they destroyed all their writings when they killed all the Gnostics. There's very few original Gnostic writings that survived because they I'm destroyed that glad all. That, mm-hmm. I'm
3: glad that yeah. no priests are raping children because otherwise Christianity would look pretty bad.
1: <laughs> oh. Well, that's Catholicism. Right to the well, gut. Well, actually, there is, gut I, 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 there's
3: probably Baptist <laughs> priests doing that, too. Oh,
1: no,
3: dude, no doubt. Like, there's wherever there's power, there's abuse.
4: 100% and corruption is rife within these
3: institutions. That's why anarchy, essentially, you know. I was just—I was talking to one of my best friends this morning. We spoke. We ended up speaking for three hours, thirty-three minutes, and thirty-three seconds. But, um, she's she's a yep yep yep. Oh wait, let me get my uh my dingle my John jingle jingle hopper jingle here Schmitz. Uh, let me let me play with my dingle on the George radio show.
4: Jacob, jingle <laughs> Jingleheimer
3: Schmitz, and we've just mm-hmm. summoned a demon. So all very right. nice. Yep. No,
4: we have not. That's, <laughs> when you summon
3: a demon, the, get the hell the sound you clear. say? Where the
4: what?
5: The, <laughs> what frickin' dimension is this little creature from? <laughs> those
3: those 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 songs, though, those children's songs can be made to sound yes. really weird, like Freddy Krueger. So um, I guess, oh, yeah. like, yeah, but, like, it's it's really, but it's all the intention behind it. And, like, even a demon could be better than some people if, I guess, like, you wanted to, like, really be critical thinking and stuff. I don't know. I'm just, just saying words now, putting words together.
4: No, n- no, that's a good point, because when you think about it, too much is dismissed, and then all of this energy from preaching and rhetoric is given to just how clever and how well manipulative a demonic force can be. Now take your booster. That, yeah, yeah, Good. right, exactly. No, to and, your point. Sorry, I'm just uh, trailing off. Your no,
3: <laughs> Well, okay. So it's, one of the things about the the Holy Gift too, starting with parable and parabola. The two tracks yes. get taken from the middle of the other album, so it's like look to the center look to the look to the the source in a way, look to the holy divinity within us all um when you can do that like you know i'm not going to say is there any evil, but it certainly helps you to kind of have it in perspective mm-hmm. but parable is the trivium it's a parable it's a it's using linguistics it's a homonym for parable p a b p a r a b l e and then it's p a r a b o l uh, parable, which is a, you know, you start with like a, an ancient lesson or something like that. And it's also reminiscent of the trivium, which is grammar, rhetoric, and logic. And then you have parabola, which it leads into, which is a mathematical form, which is also the quadrivium, which is the other, uh, four of the classical, um, seven liberal arts, which would be music, uh, geometry, um, what's the, uh, music, astronomy, geometry, and brain fart. Yeah, brain farts. The other one. What's the uh, What's the fourth in the in the in the quadrivium? Can anyone? Do you guys know what I'm looking for here? The music. The wish st- I could help arithmetic? you out here. <laughs> well, it's all right. I'm just going to look it up. while my I've been having this thing where like I can always name three, and then I'm always forgetting like a different version of the fourth of a quadrivium. But I'd suggest anyone get the uh, wooden. That's a uh, W O O D E N wooden books on the quadrivium. Um, just gave it to someone for their birthday. In fact. Or I gave him the trivium, in fact. Ah, arithmetic. It is. Okay. Arithmetic, geometry, music, and astronomy. The reason I was forgetting arithmetic is arithmetic is pure number. Geometry is number in space. Music is number in time. Astronomy is number in space and time.
1: Is the, is the quadrivium related to the trivium? Because yes, I know yes, Jan yes, Irvin, yes. if you know who he is, was on. Um, and he was talking about the a, trivium a, education, but that's a solely separate thing, isn't it?
3: No, it's 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 part of it. Um, Jan... Jan's not really someone we talk about. Um, we, uh, Richard Grove is someone who I found out about the Trivium and the Quadrivium. He, he did Tragedy and Hope. Uh, he does Autonomy Now and, uh, Grand Theft World. But yeah, yeah. no, I'd, I'd prefer to associate, uh, you know, someone like Miguel Connor or, uh, someone like that with a Trivium. Yeah,
1: Jan is quadrivium. a pariah and I don't, I definitely don't agree with him on a lot of things, <laughs> but, uh, he's a He character. just, he
3: goes, he goes shit, he goes shitlord on everyone eventually. And that's yeah. not that's not how you're supposed to use your the the sculpting of your being like you're supposed to be there to help other people and to lift them up and so when you're tearing other people down, I just can't condone that yeah and that's kind what to Owen
1: Benjamin it. did too
3: I don't know much about him, but I know that name, but yeah no the court to stick to uh go ahead
4: that's what's most encouraged too, and that's what boggles me is how many people fail to see that It's as if their critical thinking skills and their acknowledgement of everything around them in the media and in politics, organized politics, organized religion, organized everything. It's as if they've been completely cut off from the ability to acknowledge how they're being fed, how they're being brainwashed, how they're being programmed, and how absolutely malignant all of it is. And the whole intention of... The whole intention is to get you to Stop thinking for yourself. Stop exploring. Stop discovering. And just comply. Just acquiesce. Just do as you're told. Obey. And yeah. that is lost on some of the most intelligent people I've ever met. It's as if they took it hook, line, and sinker and don't even realize that they're bait. It was either it was McLaughlin or it was, uh, I think it was the giant that said that um, who came to him.
3: You have Here no, like, a I have the, killer. I have the Twin Peaks ring in my hand as we speak. <laughs> like, I literally, like, you don't even know, like, how much yes. I love Twin Peaks. I had, um, yes. I had, um, the guy who does the, uh, the Twin Peaks magazine, Blue Rose magazine, Scott, on my, uh, Six of Cups with, uh, uh someone else who I does Twin Peaks that. writing. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty great episode. Uh, it was, um, so long story short, which is like apparently like what should be on my gravestone long story short. Um, <laughs> I think that <laughs>
1: <laughs> Makes me think I of think the South that- park episode, uh, tell a long mm-hmm. story short, why do they say long story short. It's never a short story.
3: <laughs> exactly. That's no, that's part of why I say it. Cause I am a, like I said, I'm a Libra born. On, so like the energy of zero degrees is like that fresh sunlight and the very first ray of light in the morning. And so, you know, it's like got all the oomph behind it. It's the, Fresh out the gate, like you know, like a horse galloping, and so like there's a special quality to that. And so Libra is Cardinal Air, which is just like this dude can just not stop talking. <laughs> so that's why um when I way. when I talk you right on. What's your birthday?
1: Uh May twelfth, nineteen ninety
3: four. That's May twelfth. Okay, and what I'm about a you? Three.
4: I'm also a three. I am January third.
3: Oh, you're a cappy then. Okay. By on.
4: the Western astrology system, which I wanted to ask you about as
3: well. But I'll d- let you finish this train of thought. Okay, Kanye. Thank you for letting me finish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, ah, cha 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 Oh, God. I'm, I'm how, how, how did his listener base die? It was the puns. It was the puns. Um, uh-huh. I'll tell you. Attila <laughs> the pun? Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> nope, nope. Not okay. Not okay. All right. Yeah, no. Um, Keep it going. Yeah, no shit, right? Just keep moving, don't look back at the explosions of jokes. <laughs> nothing to joke. see
4: here, nothing to see here.
3: Keep going. <laughs> nice. I've
1: been put in yeah. joke jail many times.
3: Oh god, dude, I never I I never I never stop breaking free. Um, so when yeah, and also I love the the capricorn energy. That's um they say that if you're going to be a really good comedian, you have to have strong capricorn energy because they see like the fundamental darkness in things. They so, like do. that's the yeah, I've mm-hmm. got Jupiter in Capricorn, sure. which is—it's not like a strong planet in Capricorn, except for the fact that I have it in the first face of Cappy, which is—it's um—it's—it's it's, it's, it's the Cappy. face. But dude, every day is a present. That—that that, have you guys heard that song?
1: That's his, his song uh, right the up.
3: last the last song he made before he went off the bridge. Yeah. Do you guys, uh, rest in peace, Isaac, and also um, when we mention Isaac Cappy, we need to mention Tracy Twyman. Do you guys know who that is?
1: We are doing a whole show related around her phenomenon tonight at
3: 8.30. You're shitting me. Oh, God. Nope. No, uh, dude, you're shitting me. We're doing a gang
1: stalking episode and a lot of it's going to be revolving around Tracy Twyman.
3: Dude, this is really freaking me out. I was the last person, um, she was on my, the last show she did was my Six of Swords with her, and she's no born shit. of my mom's. She's born on my mom's birthday yeah no Tracy There's and I so
4: much synchronicity there yes
1: that's a crazy
3: it's ab- yeah dude like no like we're like things are things are getting to the point where we're all like hyper connected and I really feel like um we need to stay on top of this and figure out what really is going on so that we can come out li- with freedom and um at least like to allow liberty to reign like I I honestly mean this like if I have to die mm, yes. so that this world can be free I I will consider that a, a life worth living, um, oh, not yeah. not in any fool, not agreed. in any foolish, yeah. No, great. Like that's in a, a in sacrifice. A real manner.
4: That's a sacrifice worth it, especially. That's, that's if Christ energy, y- right? I
3: yeah. feel you, brother. If- I feel you. I feel you. And I'll tell you this too. And I'm sorry to. I just like I just found out this year that like I'm both. Um, I knew this that I'm I'm patriot blood. Like, I am the, um, I am of the lineage of the Harringtons of the Harrington house, who was the one who was mortally wounded in the Battle of Lexington and Concord and lurched back to his house and died at his wife's feet or in her arms, depending on the story. And so there's that. And I just learned this year that I'm also witch blood. I am actually a descendant of Susanna Martin, who was hanged in Salem in 1692. So I'm both witch blood and patriot blood, which seems to me to make a lot of sense for where I'm coming from as far as ancestrally and what I stand for and what I'm trying to do.
4: And so – I love your stance on this. It seems like you truly are tapped in and it, it, it feels like you've also been tapped in just from the, your passion for it, just the way that you have delved into it. It, it just seems like you are so, um, ah, uh, immersed to the point where it's not just a, it, it's not just a way of life. It's who you are. And that's why I wondered exactly. Could you remember how far back and then when I you remember. started and where yeah, you started you really researching? And I, was I've it in books? Been... Was it in the library? Was it talking to people or was it everything?
3: It was. Okay. So uh, this is there's multiple parts of this. I've always been radically questioning and kind of a punk mm-hmm. ass and trying to do my own thing. And Just when my thankfully. brother was li- my little brother is a Cappy and I love him dearly, but unfortunately there's a six, uh, there's a third house, uh, self node, uh, or what, I'm sorry, no, uh, there's a ninth house self node thing that, but whatever. There's something that causes us not to be close and it really rips my, it hurts. So I'll just, I'll say no, that. No, like, I know. I, I have the my, same
4: thing with my brother. Yes. I understand that.
3: I, and, and so like when we were young though, before like my, Ugh, a lot of stuff happened, but, uh, it, you know, it makes you who you are. But like, my brother and I, like, one story, and uh, I'll build off of this, like, I was very psychic. I was able to speak for my brother. Um, like, he would say, like, he needs something. I'd be, oh, Jeff needs to be clean. Jeff needs his food. Jeff needs to, you know, this or that. And, um, one Christmas, like, we, we literally, like, work so well together that, like, And this is like, I guess to like how we would break down boundaries. Like, I wish we could work together better now because I truly believe that he and I are like super powerful if we could just find a way. But like, um, and he's like an Irish, we're Irish twins. Say again. You will. I like that. I really hope so. I love it. Uh, Okay. Wow. We're getting some real (laughs) shit. Okay. Listen. Um, I, I, I don't have much room for fakeness either. Like, I just, who I am, I, I'm pretty much there. Um, it's pretty clear.
4: Wholeheartedly yeah, yeah. and fully Don't hold back I like that Because that's like That's that. exactly what they want They want us to be oppressed And fearful They want us Robitoid. to be Uncertain
6: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
3: So I'll tell you, I'll tell you, we, 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 it was Christmas and we pushed the, um, we pushed some of the toy boxes in our room over to the little gate that, you know, you have like a child gate that keeps the kids from getting out. And we were able Mm -hmm. to climb over the gates and like go open the presents, like all the presents. So that was, you know, we work well together, Libra and a Capricorn. You can't stop that shit. Um, so (laughs) basically, basically, um, I don't know. Um, there's, there's a lot of things like too many stories to really get into, but like I've always been very inquisitive and I've always been pretty radical and it's, it's often like bit me in the ass. Like there's been so many people around me that are just trying to drag me, um, into the consensus reality or of course. you know, that, that yeah. they're just like on autopilot. And One they of us. One, oh, yeah. of,
4: I mean, it's insane. It's just because they've adopted the pack mentality. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did it again. No, no, I no, it's... interrupted you, but no, it's, it's just I, fascinating. Continue.
3: I don't think it's interrupting yes. if I'm like 90% talking and you guys are like you know, <laughs> trying to also have a voice.
2: It's
6: like, can I
3: breathe? Nate, can we fucking breathe, dude? I'm like, nope, I'm still talking. Have fun with the lack of oxygen. I'll just take it more. No, um, I I guess like to answer the question, though, like because I yeah. do remember you asked that. um. I thought that a lot of this stuff, first of all, I always, like, had a magical reality in a sense. Like, my dad now is a pastor, and my mom was a Chaucer scholar. So, like, you know, there's there's always been, like, that kind of very high literary, like, otherworldliness to my family. My grandmother was very superstitious. She ended up being very Christian. Um And, you know, like, I guess you would say that there's always been, like, a lot of, like – Fairy esque energy, meaning like Alice in Wonderland, fairyland yes, kind of magical, energy. Truly I, magical. I used to garden with my second grade teacher and like stuff like that, and she, you know, like there was, yeah, like I was a good kid. Like I, 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 I was just like this really sensitive, really, um I. So and then like you know, teenage stuff happens, and like you know, I started to kind of like really forget. And I started to think, like, you know, all of this stuff, astrology was bullshit, mm-hmm. and I I never really had thought about it in the first place. It's, it was just never really, you know, in my lexicon. But I started off, like, thinking tarot, astrology. I was never like, oh, that's evil. But, like, it was just, like, bullshit to me. It just like, that's there's no way, right? Cause, I think what yeah, really turned just- me off
1: for a lot of the astrology stuff was the introduction to it that I always had and what I would see all the time was, like, freaking – High school age to college age girls just posting like your oh yeah. milk toast cookie cutter bullshit like horoscopes. Yeah, the, the, it's like the, you could apply yeah. any one of these to any one person. Right. Like it was that's just,
4: right. It's it's yeah, too broad and cookie. generic. It's too fortune broad and cookie. generic, and it's vacuum. Yeah.
1: cookie shit. you were, a, yeah right yeah. And so I guess like
3: when it's I mean things cookies, things yeah. tend things tend to happen when they need to right. Like there is a clock of energies in which astrology itself represents but like all of our own lives mm-hmm. like even this very conversation right now i mean what's the deal what's the deal what's the deal with like the whole tracy Twyman thing <laughs> later too like that's uncanny. that's
1: pretty wild right? i actually that, just texted to no- agree about that <laughs> i was like dude you're not going to Oh yeah just,
4: intense yeah. synchronicity right there
3: yeah i still call it divine feedback cuz at this point after yes, hearing so good. much misuse of that but y- y'all yes, y'all speak how you want to speak it
4: is. for you me know? it's just
3: like it's like nails on a chalkboard i'm like ah oh, i hear like Synchronicity, like, oh my God.
4: Says, well, it is, it's synchronous, it's, it's synchronous, so, but divine Chronos. feedback, yeah.
3: So, divine feedback. It's, it sounds yeah, like what Yeah, I guess it's like part what of new
4: speak, but to me, that's exactly what it is, a synchronicity, not a coincidence. And that, what you had, what you discussed with Tracy Twyman, had you previously, had you previously known each other, had you previously discussed and had conversations because it sounds like that was meant to be. It sounds like that that was a real impact on your life, having her well, on your show and having that God. show be the last one that, that, was, that she appeared that was
1: weird. on. Yeah, was like weird. Can you send I, I just me just that make sure episode I, when you get a chance? Because I really want to hear that.
3: I will. So do um, I. I just want to cover, cover my bases and be like, yeah, definitely divine feedback for me though. Cause like when I hear like, mm-hmm, just yes. sounds so silly. But, um, I wanted to make, um, one of the things I found out the other That's day was that meh, it's my point of view. It doesn't mean it's the point of view. It's just a point of view. Um, I would like to hear more people say divine feedback or something like that, even, but whatever. Uh, it's not a hill that I'll die on. Um, yeah. So anyways, long story short. Um, again, I, I'm going to say that. I noticed the other day that when you look at an electrocardiogram, like I've been getting really interested in – like I I imagine like – as so I'm like a rock star who wants to be a doctor, whereas like doctors are like, I'm going to play guitar. Like I feel like it's the other way around for me. I'm learning as much as I can about the body and the lymphatic system and the heart and the lungs. Did you guys know, for example, that there's three lobes in the right lung and only two in the left? Like big chunks of the chambers, there's only two in the left? And that's be- – yeah, right? Little things like that. Yeah, because your heart's over there. So there needs to be a space for the heart. And so the, the liver is actually like probably the biggest organ in the body too. And it's huge. It's situated right above the stomach. Like I'm learning all of this stuff like just slow, little by little, bit by bit. But like it's super important for me because especially given the ignorance, not like – it's not just like the ignorance of the occult but the ignorance of our own bodies can be used against us. What you don't know can and will be used against you. It's like I've been Anything. actually – I just took yeah, a class on the you? stock I, I just took a class on the stock market too so i've like i've been really busy lately and basically like with the with the um with the body, I was looking at the electrocardiogram patterns and how you can actually form um like if you take i 'll have to send a picture it's better with a visual aid, but you can actually form like the classical symbol of the heart with the two little um like you know like little curvy curvy dudes. Um so like uh the the cartoon or, like on a playing card like the the picture of the heart you can you can pretty much form that with the lub dub lub dub lub dub of an electrocardiogram which i find fascinating so there's what
1: that All lub dub dub. a dub. All right
3: anyways. Yeah. And i expect you um, to
4: examine the rhythmic patterns there for any other meaning. The rhythmic patterns there of how that sounds and then i understand that that would vary biologically. You know, person to person, but I
3: think not really, I must mean, like be... there is a pretty much a common heartbeat, which is why Pink Floyd started "Dark Side of the Moon," which is their longest charting album, and it's also their eighth album, which is an infinity symbol, so it's the longest charting. Um, my oh, eight, my favorite.
1: Eight since I was eight. a kid. Eight has been my favorite number because it's the only one that's perfectly symmetrical.
3: You know, that's the occult now, and we're all going to burn in hell. Um, so, <laughs>
1: oh, eight is shit.
3: Eight. and the Bible tells us that. Yeah, nice. Well, well, well done. Right on top of it. Eight is a number of, um, in the tarot, it's supposed to be the justice card because, um, you can equally divide it all the way down like turtles, but, um, you can ah. also, ar- you can argue that not only is there an elephant under those turtles, you can argue that the eleven card is also a similar thing, but it depends on the tarot structure you're looking for. But the number eight is uh, you know, it's it's definitely the infinity symbol which is seen above the magician's head. And I just recently made the understanding made the understanding of how the book Infinite Jest, which I, I'm glad I brought up because I wanted to mention it to you guys. Uh both Infinite Jest and uh, Gargantua and Pantagruel are two books that I would recommend that people read. But in Infinite Jest Jest. jest is obviously fool, jester, or fool, um, so you just take the four letters of fool and you switch it over to jest and you take infinite, which is magician, and, my, and even the letters I, the uh, the letters I in magician and infinite match I to I. So you can actually say that the infinite jest, uh, the title uh, by David Foster Wallace, is a play on the um, bifurcation or the 0101 uh, the of the literal fool, magician, fool, magician, or infinite jest so that's something that i was really pleased with discovering mm. recently that's that's just things that make me happy
4: now that is some true divine well, feedback honestly it's <laughs> that so you found cool. the correlation there it is yeah.
3: well he killed himself after um after a while uh
1: david and wallace bad timing bad 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 <laughs> time bad i don't I always, think you could fuck it up rim, i always give the rim shot for suicide <laughs> always huh. no i was tasteless i'm sorry so thoughtful <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't have an
3: opinion either way. I'm not. I'm not so butthurt about it. But I'm also just like, geez. <laughs> nope, that's it. Just just, nope, just just like let that hang there. Jesus man. Well, um, gee Willikers. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So anyways. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, you're taking our Lord's infinite name in vain, just like Hercules. That's what
4: I've been told. That's what I've been told. And you know what? More power
3: to you know, those that do this. Do you know Capricorn's the devil card?
4: I'm aware and then all of the correlations of what Saturn really uh signifies and symbolizes. Black cube of and, Saturn. Yeah,
3: god. What are what are some of those things to you that it symbolizes?
4: From what I'm told, and honestly, I admit that I have ignorance on this because Western astrology is sort of a bastardization of Vedic astrology and the original 13 signs. And oh boy. that goes much oh, farther back. And, uh, yes, I, I'm sure that you have thoughts on this and I want to hear all of them. But do you really? <laughs> from what? Yeah, actually, I do. Um, and so because I want to be informed and I want to be stimulated to think in different perspectives as we should be. And that's, well, the goal of discourse. That's the point of discourse. So uh everything that has been focused on with Saturn and what Saturn symbolizes is not only the integration of time, but also the dark foreboding forces which guide it. And yet it doesn't have to be malevolent it's just that it's seen that way because of the sort of black and white way that we tend to and that many have programmed us to tend to perceive things as if there's only two sides and completely dismissing all of the gray matter completely dismissing everything they're in that you could explore that you could ask and query as to just how deep does this really go? Is it really all about darkness and this, this sort of foreboding force of, mm, in a menacing way, I'm, I'm just, (laughs) I'm just shooting off at the mouth here. I'm not well prepared because I'm just learning and thinking as you're, as you're discussing this. And it, it makes me realize just how much of that has been tinged with bias and the lack of understanding. Sure. I mean, we haven't traveled to Saturn, but just what it means uh, symbolically.
3: Have that- we even been to the moon? Ugh.
1: Uh, no. <sighs> at yes. Least not at least I, not they. they if we were, they didn't show us the real thing. That's for sure.
3: I I think that. Um. So I'm going to tie a few. Just not in. when they said we did.
1: From our not when well, they said
3: we did. my friend and I, our our long epic conversation today. One of the things was that. You know, in Fringe, how they, uh, put Olivia on like whatever drug cocktail and then she goes to a different dimension type thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Cortexafan.
3: Cortexafan, exactly. That's what I named one of my episodes, uh, with Cortexafan in the title. So I learned how to spell it. Um, it's got a weird like H in there somewhere. So what I think it is, is that what they did is they put a bunch of these so-called not astros, astronauts onto, uh, uh special K onto, you know, onto, uh, uh, ketamine, cortexamine, cor- ketamine, and so I think that's what they mm. use to, um, yeah. So I think they put them all in k-holes and sent them to the moon, man. <laughs> no, I mean that There's... really. I think that show, yeah. I think that show was showing us a lot. And by the way, um, when you, when you activate, uh, the 666 items with the Solomon's ring in the Final Fantasy VIII, you summon something called Doom Train. And on one of the episodes of Fringe, there's a doomed train that crashes and it crashes at the train station that's like literally right outside my apartment. So uh-huh. there's a, yeah,
1: bro. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that, a lot of that show was in near, took place around yes, where sir. you live, right? Yes, sir. That's yeah. right.
3: That's um, right. They were focused
4: God, on Boston.
1: Oh, Walter was such, Walter was one of the best like television characters ever john noble is a Ind- really great Indisputed actor that's it's john noble <laughs> that
3: plays him. john noble yeah, he's an australian guy that's right he's
1: played uh, he played so uh, she- he played boromir and faromir's dad the steward of gondor dude that's weird because it's more like hobbit <gasps> stuff that's right
3: i really I, I really feel like i'm like at the like i was telling my friend today like without thinking like that you know no one's more special than like really it's just feels really weird like the position that i find myself in like there's all of these things that if you're looking at it and then like you know there's the whole thing like well if you're looking at it you'll see more of them but like maybe just you're supposed to look at them because they're giving you know you're the kind of person who needs to look at them i don't know i'm just saying by the way you're talking about uh, the red car
1: phenomenon when you start when you buy and start driving a red car you start noticing red cars everywhere
3: that's yeah, mm-hmm. like, there's part of it, but then there's also, like, where does that stop? And then, like, a real, actual phenomena begin.
1: Have you seen the you number 23, uh, the Joel Schumacher movie with Jim oh, Carrey? Ter- terrible that piece
3: just... of trash. But, um, <laughs> I
1: loved it. <laughs> I, thought oh, it God. Was, I, I thought it was good the first time I watched it, and then I watched it, like, the second and third time and started d- dissecting it, and I was like, there's so many holes in this.
3: <laughs> it's true, though. There were a lot of holes in it. It's, it's hyperbolic. It's poorly filmed. I, I like, uh, if you're going to go for something like that. The Nick Cage movie Number uh, Knowing Knowing is much better for that kind of stuff. I oh like, the one where uh, the
1: spoiler alert I the aliens come too. yeah
3: yeah 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 when it's yeah. like all biblical because it's showing so the guy who does the illustrations um for the Rosicrucian pictures that are in that is actually born on my birthday and um <sighs> like there's a gas station in there that's like I my name is Nathan Lee or Nate I don't it's just I'm literally not a Nathan but Nate's gas station is in that film with the gas priced at three six nine. There's just all these – no, like, I'm, I'm not There's, kidding. Like yeah. There's no, so my, much in there. My life is, like, really highly faded, it seems like. So, I wanted to read the introduction to 36 – speaking of 936, which you check out the 9, you get 36. Um, this is just the first paragraph from 36 Faces by Austin Coppock. And I'm in the second year of his course right now. Uh, he says, there is a thread that runs through over four millennia of astrological and magical history, a cord that mm-hmm. binds – Ancient Egypt with the Hellenistic world, the Arabic Empire, India, the European Renaissance, and even touches on the present. Or touches the present, and that thread is the decans. So, you could argue that astrology started before, um, the Vedic, and also, in which Austin makes a case for in here, and also that there's no such thing as the 13th, uh, zodiac. Not at least within, uh, astrology. You can call Ophiuchus, which is positioned between Scorpio and Sagittarius, as mm-hmm. a site, a sort of 13th, but that's like saying that Pluto's not a planet, bitch. But no, um, that's Rick and, Rick and Morty reference. Um, but yes. no, I think that there's no real, um, 13th zodiac in astrology. You could say that there is in, you know, looking at stars if you want to, but I'm not, I'm not about that. Like, there's no, you know, you're either gonna do three, types of energy times four elements or you're not doing astrology anymore. But, but it
4: originates with the manipulation of the calendar and how many times that months were moved and I, dates were manipulated.
3: It could inform I don't know.
4: informing what modern astrology became.
3: I blame I blame Gopher Gopher Islands Day or Groundhog Day. That's my that's my out on this. I'm going to I'm going to blame my spirit animal, Bill Murray, who's also born the day before me. <laughs> but, I I really don't have an answer to to that by the way. Uh you could be right. Um I would need to see more evidence and then you, I'd change my mind accordingly.
1: You we we got f- way far away from it a while back, but you said you had some a Twitter segment or something you teased.
3: Oh my god. No, that's just yeah, I don't even want to
6: I'm done with Twitter. Oh. Let me just show you some fun stuff I found on Twitter. Some call it twatter.
1: Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Twitter. Stop Twitter. Um, well, I got, I got a series of, the, of clips I want to go through if we have before we wind down. If- all right, I'd like to just make
3: um make a kind of like bring up something heavy in a way. Um, yeah, I know that Sopranos got mentioned on the show the other day. The show meaning we all know the show. Um, no agenda. They mentioned uh, on. Dvorak's three-by-three, and uh, my friend brought up to me, uh, she's, she was watching, she's a Pisces, and uh, she's just an amazing woman, just really awesome person, and uh, in fact, uh, she goes by Jenna, the Slayer of the Zeta Reticuli Dragon, Uh, if you, if you find her, she's like on episode 99 of Six of Swords, long story short, she talks about, uh, we were talking about, she was observing how in The Sopranos, the story's really about the power of the women, and how she's watching through her the second time around, and all the men are doing all these things just so they can get the love of the madonna horror slash mother mm-hmm. and it was like yeah you you got what, the whole, like what I, well, I think it's important for like us to like you know if while we're like being all like. COVID it up and like the world is bifurcating into like the free people and the COVID people like we also need to come to terms with like how we can treat each other well in women owning like the power that they have and men owning the power that they have and being the best version of that while acknowledging it because the worst thing to do is bury it under a that doesn't exist and oh this guy can be a birthing person right you could see how that's complete inversion of the true divinity that we need to do which is recognizing the power of the polarities and embracing them literally embracing them but also knowing the true power that a woman has that a man has And, you know, you can see like explosions of that lack of respect coming out in both like cancel culture, but also in the general issues that men and women have had over history. We need to be truly divine masculine and truly sacred feminine. And that's an issue that I really hope people with maturity will take up. That's something that seems very important because a lot of the issues are men acting out in ways because they're not getting that sacred need met. And the same thing, women aren't finding men that they can truly respect.
4: That's undeniable. I find that woven through so many relationships, woven through so much mentality, when you really start looking at it, when you hear what people are really saying, whether you choose to read between the lines or not, there's so much substance that they're not even aware of and, and how much of that has been informed by what they've been programmed to believe, but also what they really feel. And not acknowledging just exactly what their needs are, their personal needs are, and how they really feel about it. There's so much, um, there's so much opposition where there doesn't need to be. And yeah,
3: that's our work. (sighs) That's, that's part of our, as we become the adults. And I I hope you appreciate why I wanted to at least get that in here. Because like, if there's like, the occult is great and stuff like that, but like we need practical, actual lessons that we can take from this that can be useful if i'm to feel like i did some good you know it's it's a great that you guys have been nice to let me talk and i hope that i kind of like satisfy oh, yeah, the, the origin story That's no, been but, great. like i really i really feel like you know that's something that we can take from this and keep going on because it's it's one thing to like make fun of stuff and to like you know get your jollies off but if you're not really trying to fix the problems too you know it, it's just kind of like masturbation. It's just like making fun of things when, yeah, it's, like yeah, let the steam off. It's, it's frivolity. Off. Yeah. Let, well, and there's, there's, mm-hmm. and there's room for both. There's room for comedy, but there's also room for healing.
4: Not only room, but a necessary component which yes. we do not embrace fully. It's and hard. I find it's only hard because we made it that way. It's only hard because we allowed ourselves to be distracted and redirected and polarized. Continuously every day with just what the powers that be the puppeteers truly want us to be focused on. And I'm no different. It's, it has, it's been harder. That's true. It's been more difficult and more challenging as we become more inundated and barraged with misinformation, with, um, I would say not just frivolous diversion, but malignant diversion as well. Yeah. These ideas, which truly these ideas, which truly inform us in ways that completely make us shut ourselves down, make us disconnect from nature, disconnect from consciousness, disconnect from everything we were meant to be. Yes. And just following the herd right off the, the lemmings, right off the cliff. Like, is that what you want? Ask yourself every day. I do. And sometimes I, I do tend to follow and others I, but the more that you do that, you, you become attuned. And every step you take to try to expand your consciousness, to open your mind, to discover exactly what it is that you really want, who you are, why are you here, uh, what is it that you hope to learn? Right. Do you hope to learn anything? Well, then what? And then as you continue on that path, the more and more you discover, the more self-empowered you become and realize just how oppressive the system is. All of the systems, the political, the religious, the medical, and... Yeah just makes you realize that you don't actually have to travel though that would be very helpful for your knowledge base and your understanding of uh, cultural diversity of history of uh geography and geology there's so much that you would learn but you can travel astrally you can travel intellectually yes. you can you can really access the spirituality and embrace that We're all interconnected through consciousness. And it's not external. It's within and without. It's all around. That's true. Then you start that's true. And then you really I think it's a natural gravitational force where you start to I think many people start questioning about, well, interdimensionally, how am I affected? How do we affect everything oh, yeah. interdimensionally? Well there's other and there's beings
3: that are there are beings there are beings that are interdimensional as well. Right, I that's mean, right. To, to your point cuz like you're saying like there's so much i would want to respond to and then also just let you mm-hmm. have your have your piece. yes it, um uh, I, i'll say that i just i call this overall the upward spiral like that's my general like yes. uh, cuz oh, like love i that. still i still watch rick and morty i'm still like i'm still a fuck i still make like <laughs> stupid no, fucking no, jokes no no no, no, no. i really yeah but that's that, the thing that though latest season like there's was
1: kind like, of a disappointment though season 5 i have not seen i have not seen it though so no spoilers has some good a, stuff in it but uh,
3: I just, well, I just did, saw the fourth one. Women actually, oh my god! Because in the
1: fourth, se- are you serious though? Yeah, for season five they hired okay. three women in riders. Okay, in the fourth, no in the fourth season us, but- they no, made no. that. Bechtel- ball, a lot of they
3: they made that Bechtel joke <laughs> in the fourth season. So I'm sure that like he actually ended up like having to pay for that. Like yeah. that's too bad. That's too bad. No, you're. You know what though? Um, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree. Women comedy and okay. I'm gonna stop now. Well, no, but, they, well,
1: we, they should. They, you don't hiring, have to stop. There are good women writers, but when you there hire are. women just for the sake of hiring women, it's it's like you're not gonna get doing the it under duress. Candidate. You're
3: doing it under duress. You're not yeah. doing it out of a free exchange of information and whatnot. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No. They're I just want to say, like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's ultimately the upward spiral because you're you know, we're all gonna have our like the, the the it's just like the way that the the moon is the way that the ocean breathes. And we're all gonna have our influxes and our outfluxes. But at the same time, as long as you're moving in that upwards direction, you don't have to be hoity toity about it, just do the right fucking thing.
1: I have an upward direction.
3: <laughs> Your ramparts are towards the sky. <laughs>
1: Uh, did any did anybody have any last thoughts before I go through this brief clip? What list last
3: thoughts? Now that you mentioned your erection, do I, do I have like five minutes or or what? Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, it'd be no. neat to
4: think of DNA strands winding that way as well, upwards, not downwards. Well, if and you have an erection, now.
3: hopefully the DNA would fly upwards. But anyways, how do I want to start the show today? You, oh yeah, great! You, you you made the penis joke, and now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with it. Mm-hmm. uh You can always mm-hmm. you can always go for the the lower joke, but no, um, I I really I really That's think some that the low last, hanging fruit there. Hmm. Oh, maybe you know it's low you, hanging. You, so, you anyways, but, uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, I'm glad we so brought it. I'm it. glad we brought it. I'm glad we brought it there. Um, I'll t- I'll tell you this though. I think that what uh no agenda has done for all of us just to bring it back to that since that's a good common thread. I think yes. that they show us that we are not, you know, well, while, while making fun of these things, we are we are not like subject to damnation by what is happening around us. There there are other people out there that have an interest and some of them are really into the occult, some of them are just really Intelligent in other ways and other ones Have penis jokes and are intelligent in other Ways but it's very very Fitting that we have a huge community Out there that all seems to want At least that level of freedom and we Can work together we can find a way to Bridge our differences maybe Using our upright penises or just Maybe (laughs) using our conversation
1: Penis (laughs) I, I think Making fun of it making fun of authority In particular and the absurdity Of it is throughout history been So important it's why the satire of South Park has resonated for coming up on thirty years and it's why, you know, the court jester like, you know, the king would lop his head off. Like that's our I think a sense of humor in a lot of ways is our biggest weapon for exposing uh corruption and tyranny. Can I can But it's not the I end of uh, It
3: the is, it's disarming. Gar- Gargantua and Pantagruel is a, a classic in comedy. It's written by Rabelais or however you speak of the Frenchie, Right. but I shared this with Adam the other day, <laughs> and it Luang. says, Pardon um, cheese. So, um, <laughs> les fucs. Alright, so, the Turks were a real threat Jeez. and widely... F- <laughs> yeah. Cheese, grommet. Alright, the Turks uh, were a real... Uh, the Turks were a real threat and widely feared. One of the ways to reduce fear is to laugh at those who cause it. Oh, it's it free like infectious. a piece of cheese.
4: It is effective and it throws it off. It throws the game, it throws their game off.
3: It's like judo so. <laughs> or some shit. Yeah. No, it, it, it really is. And Tool's last track, it was Mocking Beat. You can beat the fear, like, cause they have a track called, um, Legion Inoculant. And then they have another one talking about Litany Contra La Peur. Which is French, incidentally, and it's a um, litany against fear, and it's the fear is the mind killer. That's what that's called. It's called the litany against fear. So, if you look at how they're mocking beat or they're mocking the people who just repeat Mockingbird media, you can use laughter, comedy to beat to unseat fear. It's the fear inoculate.
4: Unseat.
1: Yes, I love it. That's catchy.
4: That's catchy. I like that. It's something that people can cling on to. It's short and succinct and memorable.
1: All right. I got a series of clips here to go through. It's the dark side um, is what I named the clips. But uh, this is the first part here.
6: I actually have a friend or an old friend who killed someone. And he said, honestly, and this is a little bit dark, but he said it was awesome. Uh Uh-huh. I like Jordan Peterson in there
4: going huh I that's not satisfying I want <laughs> elaboration there <laughs> I actually have a friend what or was an old- awesome sorry. about it
3: sorry <laughs> I have a weird thing with Jordan Peterson actually where he um he liked a tool tweet that I tweeted at him and he said that's the punch in the mouth and then that guy Richard yeah, but, Spencer I'll got hit, hit in the, the mouth. M- uh, yeah it happened right after that and um, it was because I shared disgustipated <laughs> with him <laughs> and peterson responded pre pre drug pre drug peterson um which is his 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 handle pre drug pre drug peterson he responded by saying that's a real punch in the mouth and then the fucking guy got hit in the mouth and, oh, we're all, no. and this is all like boston area cuz peterson taught at harvard and shit richard yeah. spencer was i don't condone but you know he did get hit in the mouth not in the good way like a no agenda
4: <laughs> yeah, violently. Violently. Are you referencing JC from uh the the maniacal yeah, the maniacal collar the collar from uh the Art Bell days with disgustipated? Is that the first time you heard that?
3: Disgustipated? What do you mean? Yeah. Disgustipated. Well,
4: right? Yeah, well actually disgustipated is this word, you know, obviously it's this <laughs> It's this manipulation of a word uttered by a maniacal, uh, purported devout Christian that used to call in and just rant completely maniacally on coast to coast. And Art Bell wow. had, was such a sport. And that's JC. That's where I originally heard it. Uh, just the, just the words that he would spout out because he was so, uh, he was so verklempt. He was <laughs> he was beside verklempt. himself with, you know, just sure disparaging enough. everything about the show, and That's he would, interesting. you know, Arco Art would Bell, let him rant. But that originally, have, when I first heard it, came came from J.C. That was what have he you called heard, himself.
3: Have you heard of Teddy Bear's Picnic? The movie. It's no, a movie, it's a it's a movie done by um Harry Shearer of Simpsons fame. And um, mm-hmm. it's about this it's about a Bohemian Grove type gathering and you'll oh. have to see it. Uh, you can get the No, it's it's literally they make fun yeah. of Bohemian Grove. It's, it's like uh, what, yeah, what those guys would be going through. And they have a guy listening to Art Bell on that uh, film. But I think there's a tie in <laughs> with like tools work and comedy and how Bill Hicks is on Anima, another dead hero. And they had that similar friend, Kevin Booth or whatever, and then Adam Alex Jones, like, replace the other Alex Jones. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of comedy and what's real and what's pulling your leg because uh, Capricorn is that part of the leg from the knee down to Aquarius and stuff. But, yeah, anyways, uh mm-hmm. that's interesting because that would make sense then if they took it from Art Bell because they obviously used Art Bell on another album down the line. But disgustipated is, um, you know, obviously a portmanteau, which is two words joined together like Lewis Carroll did. Thank you. Portmanteau. In portmanteau, which is a French term again. Oh, I appreciate it. For a suitcase or a carryable luggage. And he uses them in Jabberwocky, of course. Like twas brillig to brig. Brillig is to broil and grill. But anyways, I think the comedy link there is definitely uh, very possible. I didn't know that was from Art Bell, so thank you.
4: Yeah, you should really hear some of those calls. I mean, you could literally just uh, search JC on Art Bell or Coast to Coast, and my God, it—I mean, he makes Alex Jones look tame. JC goes <laughs> off the fucking chain. He—he's off the rails. with just <laughs> Alex. Was, was it?
3: Was his last name Dvorak?
4: Yeah. That's just, uh. <laughs> no, uh, and Dvorak would not even entertain it. It's just, it's just so no, insane the things that he says. And he was in a he was in a fervor just, <laughs> discussing exactly everything that Art Bell is doing to radio and to the people and to the world with his show. And he was disgusted <laughs> I love it
3: because he's listening. I'll have to pull he's that clip to it. <laughs> no, yes. um, there's, like, exactly <laughs> there's, a, there's a band there's a band called Mogwai um there's Scottish post rock. do you know Mogwai? I do, they're, but I haven't well, listened to their stuff in so long uh, honestly. Um, they have a song called um God, it's on rave tapes they have well that rave tapes is actually electronica. And, uh, they have this guy, they're Mm like, he's ranting about Stairway to Heaven, having backwards messages. And it's hilarious because they just chop up his voice and make him go like, Satan, Satan, you have to serve Satan. And so they really mess with him and stuff like that. But, like, it's what you get for being too, too serious, too. So, you know, there's gotta be, you gotta, you gotta do it the right way. The middle path.
4: Yeah, the fight, striking that balance is, there's a fine line. Anybody that 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 takes themselves
1: too seriously is gonna get burned for sure.
3: Oh, yeah. And I can almost, vouch for that. Asking. Yep. Well, we all do it at times. We all do it. And Capricorn, you can be very serious... But yeah, we we yeah, all...
4: Annoyingly so. I mean, <laughs> I understand that there's a real rift between Vedic astrology and modern Western astrology. Essentially what informed, especially what informed that and the way that the calendar, going back to the Gregorian calendar and everything was manipulated and how time was essentially shifted to yeah, fit what we, what patterns that we acknowledge and want to live by. However... There's, uh, maybe it's just power of suggestion. I understand that that is a valid argument for who decided what the traits, what the personality traits of the signs were. And, you know, really, if you're looking for that, you believe what you seek. The believer becomes, yeah, the, oh, I'm sorry. I, I wanted to quote, I wanted to quote, Robert anton Wilson here <laughs>
6: I just oh the reality completely titles,
4: dropped yeah. the ball i not on the my game must, today, forgive the dreamer, me
3: the dreamer, the dreamer must awaken um, a believer. No, i, I yeah. just I just read the entire cosmic Tr- uh, trigger trilogy like the other day, like oh wow. Yeah, and um, I'm sitting next to that in the Illuminatus trilogy. Um, can you guys give me like literally one minute? I we will, will be right back if that's okay to play. A, you want to play a clip or something? You can literally take yeah, all the time you yeah. need. Uh, right.
1: I'm, I'm hitting know. the win the hard exit here in about 15 minutes, so just all right. I'll be right back. <laughs> I got two more shows to do after this, so
2: <laughs> oh.
1: all right. Uh, this is uh, the Jordan Peterson Theo Vaughan.
6: I actually have a friend or an old friend who killed someone. And he said, honestly, and this is a little bit dark, but he said it was awesome. Uh-huh. Right. I mean, he said this, it was – and this was a bad person. They'd been in a fight. I mean, you know, like um, – but yeah, he said it was – there was something. And I mean, this guy's obviously pretty affected. You know, he's probably – he's kind of caught up in the dark arts, yeah. if you will. You know, he's more – you know, if you were watching Harry Potter, he's more like Slytherin than he is like right. Gryffindor. You right. know, right? But he, um, yeah, he said there was something.
0: Well, it's not like there's no pleasure in mayhem and destruction, right? Right. It's just perhaps something that should be replaced by a better pleasure,
6: a better pleasure. Mm-hmm. And I think that
0: that's all almost... to watch it. If there's no, if there is no meat to the temptation, it would be irrelevant. The darks, the the dark places that people go are very tempting. Yeah, and I, and, th- and it's even more complicated than that because. Naive people aren't better than people who are looking at the darkness. Mm. Right. And so, you know, the the naive people think, oh, well, everyone should be naive in these little boxes and all protected. And, you know, the people who pop outside of that and engage a bit with the darker things, they think, well, you naive people, you're just naive. It's like, yeah, naive first, cynical second, wise third. Mm. You want to get through cynicism and darkness to wisdom as fast as you possibly can. And you should know that that's a place to go.
1: Right. So, that reminded me just of what you uh Nathan said of Crowley it's like uh is Nathan, Nathan Lee that? Yeah Nathan, Nathan Lee. Lee yes Yeah I'm not, I'm not a Nathan So okay so Nathan you're Lee. like okay I got you <laughs> So it reminds me of what Nathan
3: i I am oddly spe- I'm oddly specific about like one thing and it's no Call, um, call your d-
1: call your you Called like uh, your 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 whole name is is uh it's a package deal you can't I no can't my my you.
3: last name my last name is Miller Foster actually like that's my first name is Nathan Lee
1: no okay I thought Lee would be your next yeah. Last name
3: yeah no I later. understand do you understand how many times I, yeah no I get it
1: oh I'm <laughs> sure you've had to yeah once I'm or sure twice once once or twice
3: said. that's why no I'm not even trying to I'm just like it's not my name and it makes me feel weird Nate's fine too not like. That's not okay, my name, no, now, now,
1: now I know, and knowing is
3: happening. Now back. you know why I'm doing it. Yeah. No. Um. I really I was expecting to come back and hear like Alex Jones like making fart noises, but I'm really gratified to come because back. Because
0: poop is funny.
3: Exactly. It is funny. But um. Really so gratified. the point is. Well, Rabelais talks about both shit humor and high level humor. It's you got to be able to you know do both. But like, Eyebrow, I'm brow. really grat. Mm-hmm. So that made you think of what I was saying earlier, like about Jordan Peterson uh, was saying
1: it's it's his his argument there was about like because Theovon brings up like he knew a guy that killed someone and said it was awesome, and they were talking about like the alluring nature of of the dark side or evil, and Jordan Peterson said, well, in a sense, it's better to be that than it is to be naive. Oh, I see. It's better. Uh, But I'll I'll continue on. Uh, They start. Yeah, they bring it into intrigue. Well, why
0: should I be good? It's like, well, maybe you shouldn't. If good is just naive, but you know, people, the really good people aren't naive. They're tough as they're tough as they can possibly be, and they've seen things, and then they
6: decide to become good. It's steadfast. I mean, you have to. You have to. I'm realizing that I have to daily show up for myself if I want my life to be what I want it to be. Right. It is a battle. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but it's like, you have to, um, you have to have some sort of a plan. When I used to be a little bit more aimless, I was just like, I want things to be good. It wasn't enough. No, no. Because things don't know how to just be good. (laughs) This is true. All by left to
0: themselves, things go no, from bad yeah. to worse. Yeah, things, yeah, mm, things will go out of town.
6: Things will, yeah, mm. yes, yeah, so as
0: entropy. Yeah, like leave your house alone for a year. Yeah, see what happens. To <laughs> yeah, it. it's like yeah, oh, it's way better. Yeah. It's like no, it's not. It has black mold everywhere, right? And a vandal has moved in. There's graffiti everywhere, and yeah, yeah, yeah. there's
6: squirrels drawing a pentagram. Mm. Like things have gotten out of hand. That was funny. Squirrels, I, I, squirrels
1: drawing a pentagram. <laughs> I,
6: I appreciate. I appreciate that.
3: That's. Um, I mean, like. I have this quote that I brought from my calendar because, um, I, you know, we're going to go in a few minutes and I'm going to do my singing lessons Mm -hmm. because I've actually, I started, like, I'm 37 now and I finally started taking singing lessons. Like, it's actually been a really big deal. This year has been, like, a crazy fucking year. But, like, one of the greatest things that... It is because, like, I'm actually making progress. Um, uh, the first song I started working on was Tempest by Tool, in fact, and it's fucking crazy. Nice. Nice. But, um... Yeah, no, um, this year I also got to, um, I, uh, I got to become a jingle on No Agenda too. So that was cool.
1: <laughs> Which one was that? I've been doing so jingles right. for them for a while. I was, I, I should have been looking out for years. Which one was that? Are, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Stay safe! <laughs> oh, God! Uh. Well. Like I'm the noodle gun guy. <laughs> I'm a gonna shoot you in the face. Yeah.
3: That's, that's you?
1: Yeah. Oh,
3: my God. I thought that was somewhat, that's so cool to know that's you.
1: I've made. I must have. I've made between end of show mixes and jingles. I think I'm over fifty of them, and that's the only one that really took off as far yeah. as getting requested all the that's time. Nice.
4: It's like an that's old awesome. world Guido. It was I'm like the shoot. one I was. Least I'm like gonna proud shoot of. you in the face with my
1: nugar. The one I just slapped together with no effort is the one that everybody. Dude, loves. That's how it. Yeah. But that's
3: so. What we're talking about too, with like you know, of course. Be, you got to be in the moment like, OK, let's I've always thought sex was a good metaphor for the occult in the sense that, like, you don't know what it is. You like make all these jokes when you're younger and before wisdom, because I love that thing that he says about and wisdom. If you there. overthink it, you'll you lose make all your heart this- on. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's your problem, buddy. But no, um, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I know. Like, don't look back at the burning explosion. Um, so the point is, is that if you think about what it is when you haven't done it, you don't know. You can think it. You can think there's this thing or that, the other thing, but it's not really what it is until it is what it is. And it's the same thing with anything in life, too. You got to be in the moment. You got to be actually aware. But when you're really knowing what it is to just be Free floating and creative like you really can't you can't really know what it is while you're doing it and it's also when the best things happen and it's the same thing with the occult too. like the best things in life happen when like this has been a, have really enjoyed talking with you guys like this has been really good like very
1: very cathartic very fun very good.
4: and illuminating, greatly illuminating. I thank you for bringing all of your knowledge and your thoughts, your perspective, your passion, because it has really triggered me to want to read all of the books that you mentioned and look more into Gematria or Gematria, however you pronounce it, T- and really toma- pay tomato. attention.
3: Tomato. We, can, we can definitely, we can definitely catch up after this. Oh, my God. Um, I hope you guys listened to the Listen last episode that that I did because we— yeah, I hear it too. <laughs> we came up with um, we came up with the term "soul potato" the other day. So like, um, <laughs> soul you potato. Know, you're gonna. I hope that's a great band name. Boil them
1: mushrooms, that, stick that, in a stew.
4: You got to make that um, your band me, name, Soul Potato. But they're soul pancake.
3: My, my 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 band name is Nathan Lee and his Deep State. But um, yes. and I will
1: be uh, let me, playing some of the oh, your album, right. uh, "A Bad Robot Daycare." Yes, the, that's in, I'll put it on the end of the episode for I, people to check thank out. Thank
3: you. I, it. I, wanna, I, wanna tooth, I I want to I want to get this two I want to read two things in. I want to say may I live this day compassionate of heart, clear in word, gracious in awareness, courageous mm. in thought, generous in love. Because that's on uh, my my mm. my calendar, and I thank just thank you thought for your I'd courage. Sh- thank you for your courage, motherfucker. Um, and then I guess the other that's thing beautiful. I wanted to mention. Yeah, and the other thing I'm going to mention is that a Bad Robot Daycare was actually released. Um, the two versions were released on the Jupiter Saturn conjunction. and the first one, is dedicated to it's the Adam Curry version. It's literally called the Adam Curry version. The one with the white cover and the one with the blue cover with the electronic stuff. One has bells and like natural organic instruments, and that's the Adam Curry or the American version or version American. And the other one is the John C. Dvorak or the Japanese version. So there's
1: two <laughs> I different versions. To them both. And, Which one would you rather have me put it? The end. I, I think it's
3: just easier to go with the John C version. There's, that's a the little blue, snappier. The yeah. Blue one. The, okay. Uh, it's just a little. It's got a little more zazz. So, <laughs> zazz. But, uh, it's very pazz. zazzle. Oh my God. It's zazzle. It. Yeah. Well, no. Um. And uh, they 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 need to have a no agenda dating service because, like, I'm definitely like done being single, but I'm a leaver. There is so one. I never want to be single.
1: Yeah. No there's agenda. One, I thought there would have um, to be. Is no, really,
3: Maybe it's Jitsi. Is, is there like might be one? G- it's like one girl. I'm just saying, there's like one girl on there. Like, uh, women man. I, was...
1: I think... Uh, I, okay. I can only
4: speak for this... I can only speak for this woman.
1: So. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Women. I know there's plenty of women on there, but I think most of them are probably married, so...
3: That's because usually how probably. it's gone, I've seen. Yeah. But you know what? It'll happen when it's meant to happen. It will. That's another thing. And plus, I'm kind of like happy... Like, right now? anyways.
1: I don't know, I'm I'm mixed Happy. feelings. A good shower head and my right hand are the two best lovers oh, that I ever had, to I, quote My Morning Jacket. I
3: really, uh, really, really didn't need to... Okay. No,
1: but, but really... Jacket, if, uh, that, that song, the opening lyrics... I remember lyrics, them. Yeah, the opening lyrics to that song are, A kitten on fire, a baby in a blender, both sound as sweet as a night of surrender. It's a good song.
3: Those... Those guys, they make, they make me think of Horse the Band. If you haven't heard Octopus on
1: Fire, it's a great song. <laughs> uh, um, I love yeah, no. My Morning Jacket's probably up there is like top three bands of all time for me. But I'm going to, I, they're I got uh, two more Jordan Peterson clips here. And this is where, when they tied into Auschwitz and the amount of evil that it would take uh, just mm. understanding the nature of like the evil capabilities of humans. Okay. I
0: studied evil for like thirty years.
6: Yeah, man, you're like and a so, dark. Yeah, you've been in the dark arts. Right? Yeah,
0: well, that and the clinical practice, you know. So I've looked at the darkest things I could find, and some of them I barely recovered from. And Partly you still it,
6: believe that? It, and you still believe that good? I believe
0: is. more. I believe more than more than I did before. I believe that our capacity to transcend evil is far more powerful than wow. evil, even though evil is no bloody joke well that gave us the world war ii it gave us the gulag archipelago and the horrors of the soviet union and communist china and and cambodia and it's like the horrible tortures that went along with that the mass slaughter the malevolence and the lies all of that it's like yeah man that's dark the light is brighter than the dark is dark wow and that's something man because the dark is plenty dark Plenty yeah.
4: dark it deserves its own clip. That's so, plenty dark.
1: Kermit yes. the Frog knows what that's he's talking one. about. Sometimes,
3: dude. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was not going to make a Kermit, but yeah. Um, oh,
1: we did a whole episode about frogs, and Jordan Peterson came up a couple times during that. Um, did you guys
3: talk about like the Peppy, and, the Peppy, and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and all, all kinds, everything. You know, just Roy Cohn. Okay. We we covered it. We covered every angle of frogs. I think you could possibly cover in that episode. But uh, (laughs) it was quite froggy. Last one from him talking about uh, Auschwitz. Mm. It's like
0: okay, so that wasn't the question I was trying to solve. The question is, what would I have to be like to do that and enjoy it? Right, because the peop- there were people who did that, and they were people, and they enjoyed it.
6: And there were a lot of them.
0: Right, and there were a lot of them, yes. And they weren't so different from you than you think. Wow. So that's the thing that I was trying to figure out. I was like, what the hell's at the bottom of that? Well, that's that was the darkest places I could <laughs> find to look. There's this story. This is a story of King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. So they're off to look for the Holy Grail, <laughs> which is the the container of the redeeming substance. So it's it's value itself. It's the ultimate value. Well, they don't know where to go look for the Holy Grail. It's the, it's the cup that held Christ's blood mm-hmm. from the cross, or maybe the cup that he drank at the last Yeah, it was supper. an
6: Indiana Jones. Too. Yeah,
0: that's right, of course. And then the Holy Grail is a very, very old idea, and it, it, it stands for the ultimate value. Where do you go to look for the ultimate value? Well, the answer in, in the story of King Arthur and the Holy Grail is all the knights are around a round table because they're all equal. They all decide to go off and look for the round table. So they all go look at the forest, and each knight looks and sees where the forest looks darkest to him. And that's where he starts it's like yes that's wisdom And i learned that also from carl jung he derived a dictum from alchemy in sterquil which means that which you most need to find will be found where you least want to look hmm. right but what's so interesting in this i didn't expect this mm-hmm. is that if you peer into the darkest dark you find the brightest light and i never expected that but that's what happened i thought oh this is horrible. Horrible even beyond what I could comprehend. And But but the light that can overcome that, that exists. The light that can overcome that exists. It's actually real. And I think the instinct that we have that manifests itself within us as meaning, which is what you feel, for example, when you listen to music that you really love. You feel that sense of intrinsic meaning. That meaning is a guide to the light. Mm. And, and try I, I don't mean... I mean metaphorically, I mean religiously, but I also mean biologically, I mean in reality. That sense of meaning is the guide to the light that overcomes the darkness. Mm. And the darkness is dark. It's really dark. But that means the light is, that means the light has to be that much brighter. And it is.
1: Oh, any thoughts on that before we wrap this puppy up? You go first. Well, I don't know. I I guess, uh, oh, sorry. I thought you were talking to me. I couldn't
4: agree more. <laughs> the importance of that. I think it's crucial to focus on because that, that is the nature. I think that people slant it light or dark, white or black, red or blue. You know, so he brings up a very fine point, which people should, I think, more focus on that the light will always be brighter. And the more that you focus on it, the more that you do illuminate it, the more power that you give it. And the more that it heals and expands in all the ways that we need it to.
3: I love that. Thank you uh, Thank you, you for um, that. You have, um, you have uh, the Dark Crystal gem, right? Or what? Uh, the girl from Dark Crystal for your picture on the agenda? Is that the one?
4: Uh, actually, that's from the series. Her name is Deet. But uh, Kira okay. is the, the original Gelfling. Yeah, that's right. deep. She's from she's from the Underground golflings uh, I forget what the name the of them are.
3: <laughs> well, it just yeah, it, it, uh, it reminds me mm-hmm. of how, you know, the Skixies versus like the the wise ones and how the wise ones are willing the to mystics. make a sacrifice. The mystics. Mm-hmm.
4: The, the mystics. And, yes.
3: Mm-hmm. Um basically how the light can it's it's always going to. I mean, we exist at all. That's the miracle right there that we exist at all. Like exactly. if this can happen, you know and it's it's so easy our generation really we have so much cynicism so much weakness but it's dark like dark programming dark programming yes. and yet and wow. it's easy for us to make dick jokes and fart jokes and poopoo jokes and we can like those and there's because nothing Poop but, is funny
4: and it alleviates and, our and stress
3: <laughs> but at the same time at the same now, time
1: it's crazy at the, same you time, up the it's crazy you brought up the it's a miracle we exist at all because that Jordan Peterson Theo mm-hmm. Vaughan, Clip within thirty seconds after that, and I didn't pull it. But there, he's talking about the um, German philosophers of that era were saying it would have been better. Life is such suffering that it would have been far better if there was nothing, and nothing never existed.
3: And so that's that's the exact yeah. I mean, it's the exact opposite of where I go with that. It's right. that you know at the at the same time we are still here and we can. We can make a difference in each other's lives. And those moments of fleeting happiness that come from Mm -hmm. knowing that we've done the right thing are much more profound and powerful than any of the negative, you know, and we, you know, it's like we started off by talking about, Oh, well, what about the dark occult and stuff like that? Well, you know, maybe it's the dark occult that every single one of us is choosing to make the lesser of ourselves than we could. Maybe that's the ultimate black magic spell. Maybe the ultimate Mm -hmm. light magic spell is to choose the upward spiral and to, you know, make poop jokes on the way, but to be there for each other.
4: Enjoy I all the lighter it. aspects of life. And yes, that includes comedy and comic relief. So embrace it with all of your heart. Embrace it and don't feel shame and don't feel fear. Don't let that seep into you. Don't let that poison the beautiful living waters that make up all of who you are in your mortal coil.
1: I love it. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
4: Ah, oh. the
3: that's uh, <laughs> one of the songs. That's one of the bands that I'm covering. The song that I covered after uh, Tempest by Tool was a song by This Mortal Coil called "Song oh, to the Siren." Yes, nice. And after that, I I started covering Radiohead's "There, There." And the most recent oh, song, just to bring good it, good one. It's yeah. so good. And although uh, the most recent one I'm doing is actually a uh, tribute by Tenacious D.
1: Oh God, that's I love the D. I saw them a There's couple years back in Nashville. They're so.
4: Yeah. very interesting taste Excellent. in music so are you gonna uh do you have your stuff on Bandcamp? i'm just wondering yeah, so yes i have it pulled
1: up right here right now it's uh, nathan thank lee you. nathan lee and his deep i appreciate it <laughs> music thank you guys so did. much
2: yeah thank you both
1: for so
3: much for uh ha- like oh, you know facilitating you. this conversation today
1: we it's definitely really need to do it again because i could have gone if i didn't have other shows to do today i this could have been another two hours easy
4: it's been well, very informative and stimulating yeah go <laughs>
3: I I put the that's what I I ran to put the water on because I I make tea because my voice needs it when I do the singing it's uh mm-hmm. it's pretty intense but yeah. that's I do have to go because it's singing time you. yes yes good okay. time
1: uh, thank you Mr Nathan Lee and you're about to hear Nathan Lee in his deep state doing the JCD Blue Edition of a Bad Robot Take. Oh, yeah. let's it's hear gonna it be, it's gonna be good. Thank you
5: guys so Hello, much. Hello, Abs in a six-pack. Abs in a six-pack! A-B-S-N-A, six, pack! <laughs> the number, P-A-C-K dot com.
2: Thank you.